are the tastemakers. Aight, aight. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. Somaliers came out to play. Classics in the current day. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. What up, what up, what up? What in the world are those, dog? So, are those like little caramel <laughs> joints with the... Is that what that is? Damn, this is the greatest candy ever made, bruh. The Yo, goat your piece. mic a little low. But like, Whoa. what are those called? Low mic? Hold on. Can y'all hear me? Check, check. Yeah, we can hear you. Mm-hmm. Bro. Goatees? Oh, oh my gosh, those... Somebody yeah, those, those are bomb. I love them. Now, why do you have a bag of them, though? Listen, I like <laughs> this week. And first of all, I need to get Toby Mac on the phone because I got a marketing idea for him. Please. He's trying to cement his deacon status at church. That, too. Deacons at church mothers always have the good candy. Yeah, your mic is a little, uh, a little soft, Goss. He said, what's soft, Goss? Your mic's a little soft. <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to laugh. I really did. <laughs> now listen, if he wouldn't have said no soft mic, would it even have been like, a thing if he didn't say pause? It like wouldn't have. It's only uh-uh. it have. exactly. Yeah, that's that's my point. So listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Of course, pause, giving you just a taste of the culture's taste makers pie. After girl here. That's your man, light skin Corey. That's Brenna. They call me go. Uh, they call me Goss. They call me Quote. And this is the Taste Makers Pod. Of course, make sure to like and subscribe. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend. The shenanigans have already begun. If you in the chat and I do see you, make sure to say hi while you're rapping all that jazz. We'd love to chat with you. You know how that works out. So let's do that. Um, but yeah, yeah, we got a live show for you tonight. I am just getting into the bang bang on deck. All right, so. Uh, I haven't Cheer. quite kicked in yet, but I'm working on it. Um, boom, 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 boom. Y'all know how we do it every week. Let's start the show off. Uh, well, let's once again, we're, we're missing Trisha. Thanks so much, Kira, for stepping in. We've been missing Trisha so much, I almost didn't even recognize. I was like, Kira's here. Is this <laughs> Trisha been around the world, and I, yeah, yeah, this was this been traveling. Yeah, she been busy. Mm-hmm. But like, she, she ain't tell us she quit. She did not. She quit, but she ain't tell us yet. She quit. That's so ridiculous. That's what they be doing, bro. Listen, listen. Why does y'all? Am, am I the only one that thinks Goss's mic sounds low? It's it gets low when he gets far away, and then when he pulls up closer, it sounds it gets, better. It gets mm-hmm. Okay, but I thought it was in his AirPods. I'm surprised. That's what I that thought he'd have too. To do all that. But uh, what up going on, Tyshawn? What's popping off with Hi, you? Tyshawn. Appreciate you hanging with us. Um, but yeah, y'all know how we do every week, just saying what's popping. Uh, how's y'all's week been? Let's go ahead and start with uh, uh, Goss. How your week been, man? Stressing me out, bro. This was, oh my God, I got in a fight with the DMV. Judon was popping with you. So you don't want to have fights with the DMV. I'm just I'm just figuring that's not what oh, you want to do. Nah, DMV's going to get this smoke, bro. Okay. Bro, they sent me a letter saying that I had to July 4th to take a driver improvement class or they were going to suspend my license. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I took the class on July 4th and I passed okay. it on July 4th. Now, 
Mind you, that's the date that they picked. They knew that they were closed that day. They knew that that was <laughs> They knew they were closed that day. So I'm in there, the first person in line on July 5th, presenting my certificate. Here, I took your stupid course. Don't spend my license. Now, they charge me a reinstatement fee. I don't know why they charge me a reinstatement fee because my license is not supposed to be suspended because I took the course. Why? Y'all had to be closed on July 4th? That's not my fault. I finished it by the time y'all told me to. Shout out to Jay Kirk. Why'd you wait till the last minute to do it, though? I just want to say, I just want to interject that your light skin privilege doesn't extend everywhere. I need you to understand yes, it doesn't. It does. Your light skin privilege does not extend across the board. The DMV don't care nothing about this. The DMV don't care about that. Yo, she don't care about that. You're right. I couldn't. <laughs> wow. Look, Kier, I had a plan. Like, I wasn't going to be the disgruntled light-skinned guy. I was going to be the, hey, how's everybody doing? What's up? So, look, here's my thing. Like, 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 that was my whole disposition. But the lady was from the islands. So, like, it really wow. wasn't Mm-mm. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> you, you, you won't even hurt tight. <laughs> you won't even hurt tight, yo. It won't work. So... They gave me a number to call, and they I called the number, and uh, nobody answered the phone. So guess what? I'm going back tomorrow morning and looking for Tasha from the Virgin Islands. And, and I complimented her accent, and she still played me. Mm. So that was my Yeah. <laughs> so did you get reinstated or no? Nah. No. Yeah, they riding dirty. <laughs> <laughs> no, my license is not suspended. But I want my money back because I feel like I shouldn't have to pay because I did. I complied with the letter. I did it by July 4th. I cannot help that y'all were closed on July 4th. That's not my problem. Corey, Mellow Yellow Goss. I need you to understand these things. Mellow Yellow. They're go- you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to turn my volume up because y'all all sound low to me. Do I? My do we? What? All of y'all do. But it's cool. I just went up on the mic. We're okay. good. Hey, yo, watch your mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, listen. <laughs> July 4th is a federal holiday. That means processing for all things, even if the, even if the date says July 4th, processing for all things starts stops at about 3 p.m. on July the 3rd. Now, July yeah. the 3rd happened to be a Sunday, which means you technically only had until July the 1st. Yes. Yeah. Yes, listen to me. Your problem is you're accustomed to your light skin privilege overriding the laws of the land. And on this day, huh? Mama you from got the it. islands. Mama it from caught the up with you. I don't care how big you smile. Me not care about your eyelash. Me not care about your eyebrow. Me not care about your squinty eye. I tried to squint. You just better your statement fee or you get suspended. And that's what happened. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Shouts out to Anthony in the chat. Shouts out to Judon in the chat as well. Hey, so you Ooh. so you done paid your reinstatement fee. You're now legal, but now you're trying to get them funds back because you feel like you were unjustly charged. Correct. Yes. And light skin privilege, but continue. Yeah, that's 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 some 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 deep light skin privilege going on there, Goss. Mm-hmm. No, it's not, bro. It's, it's all good. It's all good though. Um, Brina, how your week been? <laughs> Better than cords. It's well, yeah, well. <laughs> Come on, ponytail. Come on, ponytail. It's, 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 
See, no, my week's been good. It's been good. Um, I turned 40 yesterday. Yo, and I'm still birthday. in my feelings about that. Thank you. What? I was in my feelings what? about it last year. I was in my feelings about it last year. I was, huh? I thought you was younger than me. Turn 40. I tried to hold on to 39 as long as I could. Like it was 11:55, and I was just like. Jesus, can you just like come back now so we can just immortalize this age? Cause ain't nothing wrong with forty, girl. Ain't nothing wrong with no, 40. there's nothing Child wrong nine. with it. I just wasn't ready, but they caught me. But yeah, other than that, not too bad. Years to get ready. How'd you enjoy your birthday? What you do? I uh, spent time with my family. They always, you know, we always celebrate Fourth of July weekend, so it was good. Did you post something on Instagram about it being your birthday? Uh, no. Okay. I... <laughs> I said I was I not trying to celebrate. I told you I didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> no, I, just, I saw that Brina had posted something on Instagram, and I was trying to backtrack. To oh, no, I posted, a, I posted a picture of a, a cake that my sister made. Um, okay. Yeah. I was trying to backtrack. I was like, yo, is it Brina's birthday? Let me try to. And then I couldn't find a picture or something, and I got distracted, and it was done. But yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. So, but you enjoyed yourself. I did. I did. Indeed. That's what it's all about. Welcome to your 40s. And uh, Kiera, how's the week? My week has been good and eventful. So I managed to secure a new client. For those of you who don't know, I'm a virtual assistant. So I secured a new client, an up-and-coming record label here in Atlanta. They need an admin. So I'm doing all back office admin things, streamlining their processes so things are automated because I don't believe in doing things in real time that can be scheduled. And they need all of the scheduling. Automation Um, is the new discipline. Absolutely. And so secured a new client this week. I was grateful. Um, and have been working with them on that. Um, celebrated the 4th of July. Let me tell you, okay, <clears throat> I was trying to be professional. Let me tell you how trifling my kids are, though. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you Not how trifling my children are. Yes, and I love uh-huh. them. I love them little glow, little glow worms, but let me tell you how trifling they are, okay? My friend had, my friend, one of my friends, her son had a birthday party. His birthday's on July the 5th. So on July the 4th, she bought tickets. There's a water park, like, not too far from my house. The water, it's like a whole little amusement thing. It has go-karts. It has a little water go thing where you can you, you bump a cars and shoot water at each other. It has right. miniature golf. It had a big old water fountain, tall, th- like sprinklers and all of that. A whole and arcade. took over? She paid $45 a head. Mm. Mm. Paid for all the kids. All mm. the adults had to do was show up. Wow. And, with, all the adults had to do was show up and purchase their own ticket. So she paid ninety dollars for the two children I have here because my other one is in New York with her mm. other family. Gotcha. I get there. I spend forty five dollars because I want to golf. I want to ride in the go karts. I want to peel out on the golf on on the on the on the on the, the go kart situation. Yeah. My glowworm children not only don't want to do anything, they want to sit inside in the dark arcade that smells like popcorn and feet. They want to sit in there and play video games all day long. Then I say, hey, guys, we've burnt out all the money on the cards. They only gave us a certain amount for the birthday party because she booked the whole party package. We burnt out all the money. Let's go to the sprinklers. I take my... We have on bathing suits. I put these jokers in bathing suits. I take the tiny one. I put the tiny glowworm on my back. I said, we're going to run through the sprinklers. We get to the sprinkler. I think maybe four drops hit her on her face. Bop, 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 bop. She screamed like I was abducting her. And the entire park 
turned around and looked at me like I was stealing this child. And I was like, yo, stop. She's like, Aah. and I was like, okay, fine, sit down. Then I asked my son, I said, do you? I said, hey, baby, you want to go on the sprinkles? No, I don't like the water because the water gives me anxiety. I said, why do you? What? No, How water. old is this one? How old is the water gives He's me anxiety, child? Six. He's six. The water gives me anxiety. That's his voice, by the way. That's exactly Why is he voice doing voice. three syllable words in six? Why is he doing four syllable words? I don't know. I don't listen. He's a lot, okay? He this is the one that cracks jokes on me. This is the one that says whatever he feels like saying to and about me. I give them the opportunity to speak their mind, but my son, he sometimes takes it too far. I think it's because he, he was born here in Atlanta, but he's like, the water gets me anxiety. I don't want to get in it. <laughs> the little one is screaming. She's still screaming. She's like, you wet my hair and my face. I'm like, you're wearing a bathing suit and your hair is up in a bun. You were supposed what to What did you wet. think was going to happen? Right. They sit on the side and legitimately eat cake pops and Sour Patch Kids for two hours, roasting like rotisserie chickens because there's no shade <laughs> anywhere. Them children was three shades browner when I brought them home. They just wanted to sit in the sun and cook, and they couldn't go to the arcade. I spent $40, $45, could not go anywhere, could not do anything, wasted my money. I was furious. Then on the way out of the park, my daughter decides to skip to my loo. I don't know what happened. She falls and goes knees first, just across the concrete. Whole knee wide open. Now she's screaming for real. Ah! So I have to march her from the back of the park to the front of the park, screaming at the top of her lungs. Like, wow. Kids is different now. They so different. Hard. They are. Yeah. I said, I, real different. I, I looked at I said, I wish Jesus had sent you with return postage because right now you'd be going mm -mm. back. <laughs> Not return postage on the baby yes. girl. She was doing the most. I was very Woo! upset. Yeah, yeah. Kids is different. Everything is uh everything is mid to them. All of the things except for mid. except for the things that should not be mid, like going to an amusement park <laughs> and spending <laughs> over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, mm, ouch, ouch. So yeah, yeah. Prayers, prayers, prayers for Kira. Cause that's that's tough. Um how was my week? As I yes. asked myself, how was how my was week? How was your um, week? Are you feeling okay? My week is cool. I, I was, uh, like I said, really just getting a lot of rest in. Enjoyed the holiday, a lot of rest. Then just a lot of rest. Um, just burning up in my hot house because my AC unit is old and I need to replace it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm now to a point where I just kind of keep putting Freon in it every year. And we're waiting for that Freon to get put in. And so it's burning up in my crib. Uh, like I ain't got no AC. And I got AC, so yeah. Man, you should have got to fix that before you moved in. Um, ideally, getting them to replace a joint would have been ideal, but they won't have in it. Yeah, it's not some you know. And the market you need is me to such that. Somebody, because <laughs> one I thing's mean, for sure, two things for certain. <laughs> Who you gonna do what I said you gonna do when I said you gonna do it? Do you want your money? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, we 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 working on it. We working on it. Somebody was supposed to be out here yesterday to fix it. They didn't come out, so uh, we trying oh, to see what's out. We something else happened to me too. I forgot to tell y'all. So two uh -huh. years ago, I got pepper sprayed by the, by the police because they was yeah. racist. And they was racist. What? This was when like everybody was protesting and like protests for yep. this was the Robert E. Lee statue. Yeah. So we was at the statue. I got pepper sprayed by the police because they said that somebody threw something at them, which was a lie. 
Two years later, they came out and they tweeted that all that stuff was untrue. It was false what they said and that uh, whatever, whatever, they apologized or whatever. So the news hit me up because I'm the dude in Richmond that they hit up when they want to talk about black stuff. Right? <laughs> they know I'm talk. You're the yeah. token Negro. No. No, I'm the one that will talk, but they know I'm going to talk. So okay. they hit me up. They said, do you want to do an interview? Here's what happened. I said, heck yeah, go get the cameras right now. Let's go. So I did the interview on the 5 o'clock news. I went crazy on them. I said, F the police. No, All y'all didn't. whack. No, you didn't. Please tell me you didn't. <laughs> you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't say F the police while you was riding dirty. Right. I'm like, so exactly. You, no. Surely like, that's exactly, why. Exactly, because then I got DMV on my mind, so I'm like, forget the whole driving system. I hate all y'all right now. You know what I'm <laughs> so I'm gonna be careful out there. Cats, cats, cats is getting shot sixty times for uh, traffic violations out uh, there right now. Wild. So that happened yeah. today. I went on the news, talked about the police. So that was cool. And then uh, I went. What happened? Uh, yeah, then I, there, there was gonna, there was gonna be another mass shooting in Richmond, but somebody stopped it. So that was crazy. I learned about that too. Like Yo, the two, uh, the two like Latino dudes or something, right? Yeah, trying to shoot up July Fourth joint. Going crazy. Two Latino dudes trying to shoot up a July Fourth right, joint. Right, <laughs> Corey um, need a warrant. He'll calm down if you get a warrant. It's <laughs> Yo, I, I saw the clipping on that. Um, they end up getting charged with a. Uh, not having gun licenses or being uh, yeah, immigrants without a license in their like car, that. ready to go. <laughs> Yo, for why? This is wild. <laughs> for what? Yeah, that's what I'm like. For why? Is it just because they're just mad, bro? They're just mad in America. They want to kill people. It's crazy. It is nuts. Why? Black people been mad in America for a long time, and we ain't shot up a damn thing. You hear me? That's not what we do. And we stick to no. shooting our communities. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, right. Anyway, um, that is what it is, y'all. It's good to know how's everybody week. I know one thing. Uh, Shouts out to Judon and, of course, uh, Donnell, um, Anthony, and Jay Kirk and uh, Tyshawn in the chat. But I see the rest of y'all, and y'all is, like, real quiet in the chat, which is unusual. And then where where, where the ladies at? Like, we missing, like, we anyway, it is what it is. So, uh, but I appreciate all the fellas. You know what I mean? Y'all just don't chat as much as the ladies do. You know what I mean, shouts out to all the dudes though. For watch this, stuff. watch this. <laughs> <laughs> we will definitely talk about that a little bit later, your man Usher. Um, but yo, we got these topics right here. Of course, we're talking about Christians and how Christians should feel about the whole fluid gender gender type situation. We're gonna talk about Usher and the tiny desk joint. We're gonna talk about some some submission talk, and uh, you know, we and, and, here. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Sure, I and have never uh, we'll in the talk about ever had a problem with submission. Don't do me. Okay, okay, okay. And we're gonna talk about Creflo <laughs> and his changes in his stance regarding tithing. So we're gonna talk about all the things that's gonna happen right here on the Tastemakers Pod. Y'all make sure to keep it locked. Make sure to like and subscribe. Go ahead and share this out, like right now. Like share it out. Like hit the yeah. share button. And tell people that you, you know, on your socials, whether it's Insta, whether it's, you know, Instagram, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, whatever, let them know that you was listening to Tastemakers Pod after 10 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Y'all know how we do after 10 o'clock. Listen, one more thing. It's time for Meme of the Week. Rena! <laughs> what we got right here with Meme of the Weeks? Okay, uh, mine is up first. 
So we'll never get to see R. Kelly in a versus. And the comment was, we did him versus the state of Illinois. <laughs> Out. Ouch. He lost, he lost my yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Truth be told though. <laughs> There's probably not many that could have been that could have hung with R. Kelly in a versus. No, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm could, could uh, R. Kelly and Usher, Usher got more hits vocally. R. Kelly would get them. I think R. Kelly got more. Wrote, I got though. Usher got more hits than Kelly though. Oh yeah, that's right. We ain't, we ain't thinking about that. I'm not thinking about the ones that Kelly might have wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point. That's it's a good Features. joint. I think I think from a show perspective, singing. R. Kelly would get Usher, but then Usher got that performance and the singing. So we'll talk about that a little bit more later, exactly how that goes. What's the next one? Because the hits don't matter no more. Mm-hmm. When okay, your barber could have been a surgeon with institutional racism, limited <laughs> <his> opportunity. <laughs> Yo, that line is ridiculous. Oh, that joint crazy. is sharp. What did Yo, he cut that joint with a laser? Racism? Come on, man. <laughs> My man had hands. A steady hand on that joint. <laughs> that joint he got that joint with a laser, yo. That's ridiculous. Listen, listen. yo, that's that's what it is right there. I grow my hair. Right, like right. And um, <laughs> let's see. I think my joint is the last joint. Um, yeah. What do you do for work? I'm an executive food concierge for a multi-million-dollar international hors d'oeuvre service. Whoa. What's the name Hi. of your company? Dior Deschamps. Done. Are you saying DoorDash? That is one way of pronouncing it, yes. Nice. It's like Uber Eats. Are you referring to Uber Yates? Uber Yates. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Y'all give me a hot second. I'm so sorry for being super unprofessional. My son. Yo, that is my meme of the week right there. That joint was hilarious. What's up, kids? He's trying to run out. That's okay. We, we, no, no, no. We is a go get tore up in joints. Pull this tooth out. I just gotta go. Like right now, pull this tooth out. Like at oh, the that's moment, hilarious. there's a tooth on my desk. You go handle right that. We we gonna jump into this next joint real quick. Oh wow. So listen, yeah, yeah, it'd be like that. I'm if you were watching this, uh, watching the Taste Makes Spot two weeks ago, my daughter literally hijacked the show to advertise her YouTube joint on my youtube joint she talk did. about like and subscribe to her joint so i wouldn't subscribe. It is like that kids get did you subscribe yeah <laughs> i support tour <laughs> listen it bees like that for sure for sure of course of course so let's go ahead and dive into the first topic as uh kiera handles that how are christians really feeling about the whole you know, gender fluid things. Of course, it was the Cruise Hip Hop Corner who actually put it up. They they said gender roles, but what they were actually referring to is um, is actually, you know, people changing up their genders is what they're referring to. What's funny is our very own uh, Tasha, uh, she, uh, she actually responded saying, only fluid I'm worried about today is in this clear glass bottle next to these ribs and this Hawaiian rolls. Of course, Tasha normally be in the chat. We ain't seen Tasha in a minute. We got to see what's going on with Tasha. But uh, but yeah, but she definitely uh, responded to that. But ultimately, what do we think about as as Christians? Uh, what's been going on with the kind of you know gendered fluidness, the pronouns, people switching and swapping, you know, gender joints? Um, you can take it back to the four squares, Bree. 
But uh, Bree, what you think about that? Or what what we think about that as as Christians, or you know, just where where where, where we at? You mean fluid in regards to like traditional like roles for male? So we're not talking. That's the question. He put it wrong. He put roles. What he was trying to actually say is just genders, gender people being gender fluid, like right, changing up their genders. You mean like people changing via surgery? Well, I mean, or you know, I mean, I, 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 they may or may not have went as far as surgery, just in general. Okay. Well, then, in that regard, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I a, you can't, right? Like people, I can't change my race, so like gender is the same thing. Uh, <laughs> getting waves. Said something to so you when your collar call is coming at you and your uh, yep. and your do rag. Said you getting waves with that do rag on? Like face. Yeah, that was your Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know about that one. I'm. I'm gonna go with a no. I'm not okay with it as a Christian. Um, because I don't think God is okay with it either. So yeah, I mean, it's you are what you are when you come here. Um, I can't wake up tomorrow and decide. You know, I'm gonna be white today. So, nah. Not cool. cool, cool. One of y'all is echoing, so check your volumes and things around you and stuff yeah. like that. So FYI, I can here. hear. Is it me? Uh, that's probably Kier. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm just blaming you. I'm just blaming you. <laughs> so what are y'all echoing? So definitely check your things. Well, y'all but, checking um, in. Let me talk my talk about this gender okay, fluidity okay. roles and all Drop. that jazz. So yeah. I is, just be is, feeling Drop. like it's a like like okay, so. How do we feel about girls that get fake boobs, right? Or how do we feel about dudes that get fake uh, uh, the implants with their chest so their chest can look all cut up? Or like, how do we feel about like people that get nose jobs? You know what I'm saying? Like you're changing an appearance about you that you may not like, and you're like, I want my nose to be smaller. I want my lips to be fuller. You know what I'm saying? I want whatever, whatever. So like. Is that the same how we view when people change their gender? Or are we saying we mad because the gender is like the totality of it? Like you're not just changing the feature about yourself, right? So I heard someone say it's a direct rebellion against God saying that you don't like yourself or you think God made a mistake. So you're going to change your whole entire gender, right? And then there's people that feel like they was born in the wrong body. So... Uh, I don't, I mean, I think the easy question, the easy answer as a Christian is to say that you're not with it because, you know, we know that God does everything perfectly. So there's nothing that God created that he necessarily was like, oh, no, I created that the wrong way. So I think that's the, the plain surface, easy answer for, for Christians to answer it and be like, no, it's wrong because of that reason. Right. But we change a lot of stuff about us that we don't like that God created as well. You know what I'm saying? Like when I when when I get to that age and if my beard start turning gray, you better believe I'm I'm gonna get that jet black dye. Like it's happening. You feel me? Like that's just what happened. Like I don't want no gray, but gray is natural. Gray is what happens when you get old, right? But so I don't like I don't I don't 
I think it's an issue only if we make it an issue, but it doesn't have to be one. Like you can't say somebody's not a Christian because they don't believe in it or they think it's wrong because there's a lot of stuff that people do that necessarily people would say you aren't Christians because of this. So I think it's like, I think that's how I feel about it. Um, Cause I feel like we judge it. Like we judge people's Christianity based off it. So that's difficult to do. We judge people's Christianity based on everything, though. No? <laughs> we do. Christians love judging somebody else's stuff. That's a fact, man. But then, like, you'll have these people who are... I, I know some of the most saved people who don't have a gender, who are gender fluid, and who don't want to subscribe to a gender. They're asexual or whatever, right? And, like, they're, like, they present some of the most, the, the, the most fruits of the Spirit than a lot of people do. So, like... I don't know. Like, it's tough. Mm, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. A lot of good points there. Kira, what you got? So I have, for me, there's so many different points on this, right? So I first, I feel, for my first question is, when you say, when they, if the person in question, if whatever the individual, are we talking gender fluidity just in the presentation or are they actually taking on the attributes of a gender other than the one ascribed to them at birth? So that's my first question. If it's just in presentation, meaning how they dress, what they wear, if they wear man clothes versus women clothes or, you know, boxers versus panties or whatever the case may be. That for me, it's I feel like there's a level of trauma that is associated with it that we may not necessarily be addressing. Like so if a girl presents herself as a boy, is it, is it as a means of protection for something that's happened to her when she was younger? If a boy presents himself as a girl, is it because there's there's some level of trauma that's associated with the absence of his father or maybe the abuse of his father or maybe the the present absence of his father, if that makes any sense. And so I feel like there's a level of trauma that needs to be kind of highlighted in terms of gender fluidity, because if you're not happy with the way that you are, why? Right. So Goss mentioned a bunch of like cosmetic, you know, we do this, we do that, we do this, we do that. I am one of those, I'm not changing nothing. Listen, if you get with me, you're going to get this gut, this nose, and this bald head. I don't know what else you want, sir, because I'm not changing it, right? Mm, like this it's is, not bald today. It's, it, there's fuzz. It's like light fuzz that I bleach blonde, but outside of that, it's, it's bald as a cucumber, all right? You got the Chris Brown thing going on. I mean, don't ever, but. Like <laughs> recently? We from VA, so we we see Breezy different than the rest of the world. I'm certain. I see him as a, uh, I see him as a very talented woman beater, kind of like James Brown. Anyway, so okay. the, the boy was 18 years old. Okay, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. 18 off years topic. old. I know. We we, gonna, we, we will have plenty. We of time don't want to go back and 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 show what we all was doing at 18 and what happened. You know, we, we don't off want topic. We off topic. We off topic. Okay. Goodness I know, Christ. I know, I know, I know that, that that broke your heart, quote, and I apologize. It didn't um, so... break my heart. I'm just saying, <laughs> we grow, we learn. What he yeah. did was obviously wrong, but he was also 18. He was a he's, child. He's still a colorist in his 30s, though. So we won't, he is a colorist. Ignore that. Um, we're not going to ignore that. Um, but so for me, I feel like there's a level of like, why why do you want to present yourself this way? Like, there's an asking, and because I want to 
though it is a sufficient answer and most people don't really owe you an explanation as to why they do the things that they do, there's still a reason behind what they're doing. So as a Christian, my thought process is not you're wrong, you're horrible, even though you are not presenting yourself according to your original design. Your original design was not a woman if you were born a man. So you're not presenting yourself according to your original design. So I want to know why. I want to know the story behind why you feel the need to present yourself this way. Why does this feel more comfortable to you than what you were originally assigned at birth by God? That's my first thought process. I just want to get to know why you do what you do. And then I can deem whether or not what you do is built out of trauma or you just are really deceived by the enemy about who you are and what you present to the world. Because Mm. at the end of the day, a lot of this kind of gender reassignment stuff, in my opinion, and people may be mad at me or get upset with me, but I really feel like that is Satan's subtle way of wooing you to sleep away from the destiny that you have because your destiny is attached to your gender. And if Satan can woo you to sleep and pull you away from your destiny by telling you, you would be better as a woman. No, you you don't feel right as a man. You feel right as a woman. You don't feel right as a woman. You should be a man. It's not essentially that you don't feel right as a man. It's that your destiny is what's your, the, the assault on the kingdom of darkness you were supposed to do. You were supposed to do so as this. And Mm. Satan is pulling you over to this because, because then you can't do the thing you were called to do. Why is your destiny, um, attached to your gender when god went so before so so romans 8 says when you know before he knew before those who he foreknew he predestined and so i'm I'm saying that because when god thought of who you'd be and then brought your mother and father together to craft you he said Corey, boy virginia this is what he's going to do i need a boy to do this in this area and this is who's going to do it it's going to be Corey. now if Corey decided he wanted to be carisha Carisha ain't gonna pursue the destiny. Carisha, don't do that. Carisha ain't gonna pursue. But, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get it right. How do, how, how do oh, you do it? Wait, please. Yes, that. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't, can't do it. <laughs> Carisha is not going to pursue the destiny of God the way Corey would because Carisha. Carisha's not a light skinned girl's name, but go ahead. Yes, it. Car- okay. So Carisha, <laughs> Carisha's not gonna. I know a lot of light skinned girls with crazy things. Don't do that. So Carisha, she wouldn't pursue the destiny the way the way Corey was designed to for a myriad of reasons. One, she is she is now tied to proving she should be a woman. So she's not focused on like she's not, it's just she doesn't she's not gonna put pursuit in the way that Corey would because a lot of mean. that is hinged together. A lot of that is hinged together, in my opinion. Yeah, I, mm. I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I think all, all of y'all are making some great points. And actually, I would applaud you guys for making these great points. Um, I say that because I literally have nothing to say about this at all. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing at all. I, I really, uh, I needed more topics. I was like, yo, let's just throw this in last second. On and I didn't know how it was level, gonna go, yeah. or whatever the case may be. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't been around it or um, had a relationship with people who uh, had this particular struggle or carried this particular cup to the point where I've even been able to ask certain questions or whatever the case may be. So, of course, it seems abnormal to me. I will say that. Um, but I don't know that I have any real thoughts on it outside of it just coming off to me as being peculiar um, to say, hey, I feel like I should be this gender other than the one that I was created to be um 
that's all I got. I really got no more I, than that. I mean, I, I even enjoyed uh, Goss's points concerning, uh, you know, the way that we change our bodies in general, the way that people, you know, I mean, because people is going pretty nuts with the uh, the, the, the BBLs. The BBLs. And, oh my yeah, yeah. And everything else right now. And just all kinds of different stuff. People's doing whatever they want to do. And how does God really feel about that? Or does he? Or does God care? I mean, I'm not going to say God don't care, but I'm saying is this really an issue to God? I believe God cares, period, because he cares about us. But, you know, I think is it is he more concerned about the root of that thing and whatever that's going on? Does he really uh, care about the adjustments we've made to these earthly temples? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I don't have any answers for any of this at all. Um, so I'm, I'm very impressed so, with you guys. So if, opinions on. Mm-hmm. if if some miracle in life happens and I get to date J- Janelle Monet, how do y'all look at me? I don't look I don't at you anyway. Because the question is, is Janelle Monet is she heterosexual or bisexual? And will you be sharing her with someone else? That's I my think concern. she's bi. But yeah. the question nah, is, will you be says, sharing her with somebody? Nah, I, th- I thought her thing was she's not either gender. Yeah, I think yeah, her and Demi Lovato on that, not not either, right? Yeah. Look at man, you know if she chose you Sounds as ridiculous. a male, she's obviously a female, and I mean you you unequally yoked her. Yeah. Did she did, in, this, is this, in this hypothetical? Has she given her life to Christ? Like what's going on? The better she question loves is, Jesus, but she's still no gender, but loves Jesus. She okay. loves Jesus, but not she can gender. say that. She can say that. We're but... assuming, nah, because we're assuming that if you love Jesus, you're either male or female, and you can't be both. I mean, you can't be like LGBTQ, or you can't have no kind of gender identity because yeah, we're I, attaching so, so, salvation to male so or female. So no, I'm not attaching salvation to male or female. I won't connect, I'm yeah, I won't connect yeah, salvation to okay. it. I won't connect salvation to uh, you being a, a hetero homosexual. I won't. I won't connect mm-hmm. salvation to that. I won't do it. Yeah, I see. Okay, um, okay, I, okay. I know people who are homosexuals who love the mess out of them some God. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I know and they I struggle also, with yeah. what they struggle with, and it's at their cup. And I just thank God that it's not my cup, mm-hmm. and and we keep it, keep it moving. Um, but yeah, so I'm. I don't know, guys. Like I said, I, I really have no real. I know. I know hypothetically what we are, quote unquote, uh, how we are to, supposed to view this as as Christians, whatever the case may be. But I've literally done no research, dug for no scriptures. You know, I mean, I can come up with my own ideas of, yeah, you know, it seems off, seems peculiar, seems different, yada yada yada. But um, honestly, I, I really do not know. I, I mean, because like, I mean, I think. Uh, Kiera named the scripture, I mean, gave a scripture in Romans, you know, whatever the case may be, but nobody else really threw out any scriptures like, what, what are we talking about? I mean, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Scri- scriptures to support what? No, to I was support one way or another. About destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was talking about destiny and different things of that nature, but I'm saying like, what, you know, what scriptures do we have to really back whether God's yeah. uh, Sees this as being an issue, the fluidity of gender and stuff, huh? Nothing can separate us from from the love of God. So no, no, no. Nothing can separate you from His love, but there are things that you can do that can separate you from His presence, though. And I think that's the that's the bigger question because, like in Genesis, if it says He created male and female, yeah, that's it. You know, there's. I mean, there there is no. 
in between and we don't get to decide you know our gender where we're born like none of that stuff so it's like how you arrive in this earth like god determines that so be more specific kyle first corinthians 5 what 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 in the chapter 5 of first corinthians do you see as being something that would speak to that judon says if god cares about us wearing clothes that are for the opposite sex i'm asking does he care about that like judon like how does do we know that he cares about that? I mean, we I mean, and, and then we we might even say, uh, yeah, I was gonna say in Leviticus, he let out a, he laid out a, I mean, the, the ten commandments and vice versa. Right. So okay, but then somebody could easily throw at you, well, that's Old Testament law, right? That's what he was given right. specifically to the Jews to separate them to make them his own. That's Old Testament. Maybe Jesus dying and now you know dispensation <laughs> of grace maybe now covers that and that's old testament law i'm just saying like so the question know. then becomes sorry court i'm sorry yeah no you're good you're good no i'm saying the question then becomes were they gender fluid prior to trusting christ if they were gender fluid prior to trusting christ and then they prior to trusting christ and then they come into the kingdom there's a level of repentance that says my old life is not the life i lead currently right like that's true in order to so so if you say you're gender fluid prior to coming to the kingdom and then you come into the kingdom, there's a level of repentance that marks your salvation. That's that's primarily why why God told the women, grow your hair. It wasn't because he wanted women to have long hair. It's because their pagan lifestyle required them to be bald and they did worship in that temple. And then when they came over into the kingdom, they were still bald and worshiping. So they, the examples look the same. So to create a differentiating mark, or a, a mark of distinction, grow your hair so that you don't look like what you did in your old life because because the, the expressions look the same. So we need to be able to tell the difference that from, from the kingdom of darkness versus the kingdom of light. So if you're coming to the kingdom and you say, I was gender fluid before, and now that I'm in the kingdom, I still am. Well, have you repented? Like, do you understand the meaning of the word repentance in terms of turning away? Because your life is not your own anymore once you become a Christian. It does not belong to you at all anymore. Nice. And so, but if you come into the kingdom and then you're gender fluid once you get here, well, now I need to know what have you been exposed to that makes you feel this way? Like, I still need to get to the bottom. You're trying to get to the root and the bottom. Kyle, so in 611, of course, talking about uh, sexual immorality and stuff like that, I don't know that that necessarily goes into the bucket. And again, I, I willfully say, I don't know. That, that that gender fluidity goes into the bucket of sexual immorality or idolatry, uh, Kyle. I'm not sure that that's where it goes. Um, like I said, I, I will gladly admit my ignorance on this topic as it is not something that I've researched or had a need to or have been led to or any of the sort. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because honestly, in my life, I don't know any gender fluid people. Yeah. So it's, it's not something that I've, I've you know, been led to go research and do whatever, but I don't know that that fits in sexual immorality. I mean, a tomboy is a gender fits. fluid person. A tomboy can be considered gender fluid. She's That's still a, a woman. She just dresses like a dude. But the question is, why do you feel the clothes are more comfortable? Do you not like women's clothing? Did no one teach you how to walk in heels? Are you afraid of showing your body? Has someone done something to your body that caused you to shame to be ashamed of your body? Do you have mm. all these things concerning that? Like get like 
you cannot address the fruit without addressing the root. And so when you see a person present the oh, fruit of who they are, you can't Come be like, on. that's a hot mess. No, you're going to, no, 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 stop. I want to know why you here. I want to know how you got here. But that, see, for me, that goes into a deeper issue in terms of having relational equity in the people in your congregation. If you don't have relational equity with the people in your church, you're not going to be an effective leader. If you have a mega church where there are thousands of people, then you need to establish you a 72 the way they did in Israel so that there are people over groups of people. But there needs to be some level of relational equity so you can figure out who is dealing with what, why, when, and how, and how you can pray effectively, where the intercessors should be positioned, how you should be praying, who you should be prophesying to. You need to figure out all of these things instead of just yeah. leading and getting money every Sunday. You know what I mean? You're going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, shouts out to that. Definitely. Kyle, again, I looked through the verses 6 to 11. I'm not seeing anything about cross-dressing, and that would be interesting to see cross-dressing in the New Testament. So please, if you can get that exact verse for me, please do just that. Because um, I'm not seeing it. And of course, I'm just scanning also, through as, we're, as we're doing it. The Old here. Testament had all them laws because their hearts perpetually wandered. Perpetually wandered. Like they. As ours do. As does everyone's, right? But, but, when God, but when God calls you his bride and you're his. That's like. That's like your. That's like your wife going out. And every time she goes outside, she brings home some straight dude. You're like, yo, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, why do you keep doing this? Yeah. I'm your husband. Stop playing with me. Right. And so that's Israel. He's so so now you can't you go outside. all over again. Yeah. You, got, yeah. you can't go outside. When you go outside, you gotta dress like this. You gotta talk like this. Every 30 minutes, you gotta hit me up. Every 30 minutes, you gotta call me. Drop your pin, drop your location. It's all these rules to prevent you from going yeah. in the direction of your sin. And that's and, why, and, and it was to separate. Yeah, yeah. And, and definitely to separate. He was making his own people and he wanted them to be distinguished from to look different, to be different than what the culture was and what was going on in that time. Um, so uh, 1971 phenom, I think sometimes we are so backwards as Christians. We say on one hand as believers that God is omnipresent, but then on the other hand, we say believers, we can uh, we say we can be separated from his presence. Um I'm not, sure not, we... not necessarily okay. oh, though. We talked about that earlier. Okay. I got yeah. I not necessarily though, because we are limited now as to yeah, like God's omnipresent, but we can't experience Him the way that we should. You're talking because of sin. Yeah. You're talking relationship, like, intimacy, and relationship. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, like literally. I mean, Adam and Eve says, if I walk... make my bed in hell, you know, you'll you'll be there. I mean, right. If, if you make it, but it's like hell. Adam walked with God in a certain extent and then after he fell like that was broken like you you can't he had to veil himself and that's what i'm talking about like yeah there are things that 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 you can do that will take you away from his presence versus you know heaven and hell that's what because, i'm saying because god was omnipresent in the garden and he still asked adam where are you it didn't yep. mean that god wasn't in his presence it didn't exactly. mean he wasn't in god's presence he's he's actually saying where's your heart because it's not here your heart's yeah. not here. Where'd your heart go? Because I remember it being here, but it's not here anymore. Yep. And I think that's I think that's what we're ultimate because Christianese is a language. Let's start there. And we say things that sometimes <laughs> so we're like people are like what? So when you're God is absolutely omnipresent. 
absolutely he can be in all places at the same time and is inexhaustible in him being in all places at the same time yeah. i think the problem is positionally our hearts wander from his own and so when you say when we say you do things to take you out of his presence you ultimately you say you're drawing yourself away from the fellowship the unbroken fellowship that's supposed to happen as a result of being a believer you're pulling yourself out of that with the with the entertaining of sin a little more every day it doesn't just happen all at once. It's like gradually a little step. And then you look up one day and you're, and there's a chasm between you and the Lord. That's what we mean when we say he's not going, he's, you're taking him out of his presence. We are well aware of he, that he's omnipresent. Yep. He's here and there with you and us simultaneously. Uh, reading, uh, now 71 Phenom, that's, uh, that's Bowles, right? Yeah. 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 What's up, Bowles? Um, but Adam did not have Christ or the Holy Spirit living inside of him. In the New Covenant, nothing can separate us. Bible, New Covenant, Adam was not under grace or in the New Covenant. I, and I rock with that as well. That does make sense as well. Still, God being theoretically omnipresent. Uh, um, but yeah, the, the Spirit not being with us or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, like I said, I, the presence thing I rock with, especially I, I don't get too caught up on what how that rocked in the Old Testament, because I live in the New Testament. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know God is with me everywhere I go. And so that's kind of what it what it rocks out for me. But um, being feminine goes hand in hand with cross-dressing. Uh, you know, now you, you uh, I, I hear you. I hear you, Kyle. I guess I, I, I guess. Effeminate. I define effeminate. What is effeminate? Yeah, but then, you know, then you got to do all that and stuff like that. Define you know, I, I didn't expect us nurture. to spend this kind of time I on mean, this topic. I don't know why you um, did like I, I don't know why you uh, didn't. <laughs> well, because, because literally it was a throwaway topic that I threw in last minute because I needed an extra topic. Um, and again, <laughs> I normally am a little bit more researched on topics than I wasn't on this one. I didn't know how this was going to go. And I was just more like, okay, experiment. Boom. And I mean, let's see, let's see how this goes. And so, um, I, you know, I might do a little bit more research and then come back in on this possibly, but ultimately in my life, I've not had to deal with it. Um, so therefore it is not something that I have, uh, uh, had to really be concerned with or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, and maybe if I had a relationship with somebody in that, I would be more concerned. Uh, the spirit would lead me a certain way, whatever the case may be. I'm not the kind of guy that's just rebuking everybody for everything, unless you can, you know, that's just not my, my, my ball game. And I, I don't, re I don't rebuke without relationship either. I was about uh, to say that's that. Just not my, that's not my <laughs> ball game either. So, you know, so therefore, like I said, with this topic, I'm kind of like, ah, you know, huh? it's kind of peculiar to me. It's weird, but I haven't, I mean, I say weird as in weird right, to me. Not. I don't know about weird. <laughs> right, you not. But weird to me. Let this be a lesson. This is never a throwaway topic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, if, if you, uh, and I feel you, Junan, and that's true, you know, but when you got to come up with topics every week, <laughs> shoot, yeah, things get real, uh, you know, and then I, I went, you know, and I went to my, 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 my normal, Christian hip hop or normally light topic or funny topic is normally let me go to let me go to uh, cruise hip hop. And this was one of these cruise hip hop joints. And it was a little bit more deeper than usual. What's funny is nobody really responded to this topic, too. So you could tell it wasn't something their audience even mm -hmm. really knew how to touch or talk yeah. to or anything yeah. like that. So mm -hmm. huh, that's that. Let's uh, do more digging on that. Maybe we'll come back later and talk about that. But interesting, great points, I think, that everybody made. So that is what it is. Uh, we normally transition with something a little bit more solid, but I ain't got it, dog. So, uh, 
Definitely make sure to give us a like. Uh, make sure to subscribe. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend about what it is we do here at the Tastemakers Pod. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us thus far tonight. We got a few more topics to hit up. Uh, and of course, we're going to be talking about Creflo uh, at the end of the show. So you definitely want to keep it uh, locked for that. Up next, let's talk about real quick this Usher Tiny Desk and um, and the many other things in which this kind of feeds into or whatever the case may be. First off, who got a chance to actually uh, check it out? Everybody watched it. Everybody watched it. I watched yep. it. Okay, y'all watched it. All right, that's cool. We all watched that's it. That's Usher. What, it what you mean, boy? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I mean, I think some people respect Usher more than others. Uh, but yeah, got a chance out to watch the tiny desk. You know, I don't, I mean, it was good, right? It was good. But was it really, 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 really good because of what we saw on Versus last week? Did that make it better? <laughs> I think I was impressed with his vocalism considering he parties hard. I think, I think, I think I was impressed. The fact that he could still hit notes that he was hitting when he was 17 and Usher's like 42, 43. Yeah. yeah so to yeah, hear yeah. him go up there, because Mariah Carey still can't go up there. And Mariah Carey used to hit the rafters and she can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So to hear him really go all yeah. to hear him roll up in that falsetto um, like that was like, oh, okay. I mean, he was giving me Morpheus vibes the entire time. How and ever. He was, I mean, Musically, and then the two. So, um, he what was it? Eric Bellinger and I can't remember the other guy's name. Vito. Yeah, they were giving me strong '90s R&B groups in the beginning, oh, and I was yeah. like, yeah. you know, this. I was like, oh, this takes me back. Yeah. Um, so I liked it. I did like it. Um, if he's coming out with new music, he's her. Uh, <laughs> yo, when I say this, the streets have memed that to yo, death. Yo, they have memed death. it like crazy. <laughs> They crazy. Yo, shout out to yo, Judon. So it's not people be scared these days. I ain't scared. Now, honestly, people do be scared these days, but here, just know my heart. My heart is I'm not gonna call out something I have not done research on. I'm not gonna call out. I think we love to condemn people. We love to judge people. I ain't done the research. I ain't done the joint. I'm not calling out cats just to call out cats. I believe there's enough of that going on in the world. So that's just not my stance. And that's just me personally. That's my heart. Um, can you call out so, without a solution, though? Like, that's the problem. Yeah, can people you, can call, you call out, out with really without relationships? You're calling, out with, true, you're calling yeah. people out and you don't have a way for them to go. You're just like, you're wrong. Yes, but can you point them in the right direction? Can you imagine if you were driving in your GPS and your GPS was just like, wrong direction, wrong direction, but never rerouted you? That's essentially what those Christian... You. That's what most Christian rebukes are. It's and then of telling course you you're is, wrong and never rerouting you. Yeah, and and their only uh, their only reroute is you know uh, repent and 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 you know, yeah, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's their only right. reroute, and they're like, okay, I mean, I hear you, but how do I get there? And you know, it's it's you know, so. Um, oh, Judon was referring to uh, Cruz audience not responding to the topic. I can feel you on that. I can feel you on that. Yeah, they probably, a lot of cats are probably scared to talk about it. And I just really think, I mean, I don't think as much as the media likes to hype up transgender and, and different things of that nature, it's still a very small percentage of the population. You know what I mean? So um, the likelihood that you will come into relationship or fellowship is very, very slender. I mean, look, man, it, there's whole states in the Midwest and whatnot that just don't really be having black people. And White people just don't even be coming in contact with black people, so they don't even have a clue of black uh, issues or whatever the case may be. But anyway, my bad. Uh, back to Usher. So, <laughs> so yes, uh, I, you know, Usher, a great joint. 
of course, seasoned as all could be. He hit all the notes. Um, you know, when I say hit all the notes, I mean, even the notes that he maybe couldn't hit, he had other notes lined up to perfectly uh-huh. segue into. Just a performer, great yes. presentation, yes. did exactly what he needed to do. And it's just, like I said, in comparison for what we saw at last week's Versus, it made a world of difference, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A world of difference. Indeed. Think Bree, what you think about it? That probably is. What do you think, Bree? I mean, clearly his mics worked and he could hear himself. Um, the background singers were sharing a mic. <laughs> And we could still hear them. Um, if, I mean, if that wasn't just, Mother Brina, if that wasn't no. a Mother Brina, answer. <laughs> I mean, it was just real artistry on display. I loved it, um, even though it was the you know quiet storm version of all of his hits. It was a it refreshing was. Yeah, that was it another was nice. thing. Yeah, that was another. I don't know thing. whose office did they take over though. That's what I was trying to figure out. I think like, who's office? Our studio. It was their studio. That's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. It, it, okay. It's not really an office. It, it's a set. Because everybody set. does it. Yeah, the same. Everybody does it okay. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just wondering. Boss, what you what you got? What you got? I ain't like the outfits. It's called Black Magic, sir. They were called Black Magic. So That's I what they were. I ain't like the outfits. She, would you Did Usher have like a gang towel under his neck? What was it under his neck? I told you he was giving me strong Morpheus vibes the entire time. Yeah, like a bandana, but I don't know if it was a bandana or if it was the shirt. It was like, like a oh, leather no. situation. Like, he had, yeah, usually, he had some leather stuff around his neck, too. And usually black works for everybody. I just feel like black don't work for Usher. I don't know why, but I ain't like the outfits. I think I, I think everybody else looked good in their black except Usher. I think Usher should have wore white. And that and that would have popped. That, 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 that would have been a fire. But yeah, okay. like... I don't know. Just wasn't feeling the outfits. And I'm not sure what y'all mean when y'all say, like, he still sound like he's still hitting the notes. Because with how I think it, like, all right, so boom, like, when you're, like, 19 and you're playing basketball, of course, when you're 40, you're, gonna, you're not going to be the same basketball player you were at 19. But that's, like, athletic. Like, that's muscles, and that's, like, slowing down there. Like, is that, is that, is that the same thing with singers? Absolutely. Your voice can age. Your your voice can age. And not only that, it actually goes different ways because before puberty, you can normally hit higher notes. Mm -hmm. So you look like a song like My Way. And when that came out 25 years ago and Usher was only a teenager, Mm -hmm. um, Hold on. Was he a teenager 25 years ago? He might have been just coming into like 20 something. Maybe he might have been 20, 20. A different. yeah, your your vocals do different things. Got um, you. So, okay, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like I rap the same when I did when I was nineteen. I feel like I still rap the same. So listen to Buster, leaders of the new school Buster, and listen to current Buster. His voice Buster is, is not, crazy. I'm not saying his lyricism. His lyricism is still bananas. No, no, no. His voice, voice yeah, does not sound the same. His you voice can is hear, not here. Yeah, you can hear that he is older in his voice. Yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. Jay Z? Well, Jay Z, Jay Z, Jay Z doesn't sound like he doesn't sound like jazz. Oh, Jay Z, he doesn't sound like digga da digga da digga digga da digga digga. He doesn't sound like that guy anymore. That style, that's not voice. Right, I'm saying he doesn't sound like that guy. His voice when he was that guy does not sound like he sounds like an adult. Now he sounds growner. I believe, yeah. There's a just a little bit more bass, a little bit more growth too. Yeah, he never had bass in his voice. Then if we go back to like a, it's there. His voice yeah. matured. It's a whisper, like but it's there. Yeah, you can hear it just a little bit. Yeah, I th- I feel like reasonable doubt Jay Z 
and 444 Jay-Z is the same voice. Like, I would disagree. Just a smidget. Just a smidget. His voice has, your voice matures in ages, which is like, even somebody like, uh, what's this girl's name? I'm not a fan of her. She's a pop singer. It's not Katy Perry, the other one. Not Katy Perry, but um, the other Taylor one. Swift. There it is, her. She did a whole okay. album, and they wouldn't give her her music back. So she did. She redid all the albums. The album. yeah, 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 her yeah. voice does not sound the same. Her voice has matured from this album, and you can hear the aging in her voice. And some of the songs, mm-hmm. it hits better with her aged voice than it does with her immature voice. Gotcha. But that's and that's why. So I'm, when I hear, and then take not only aging but drinking. And partying and not resting well, like all of that takes its toll on your voice. Which is Mariah Mariah Carey cannot go as high as she used to. All her background singers can still hit the notes that she cannot. Like you mean, like Ariana Grande is now Mariah Carey in terms of those high notes. Like Mariah can't hit those notes anymore, and it's because your voice ages. Now don't tell Mariah that though. Don't tell Mariah she can't hit those notes. She'll curse you out, but she can't (laughs) (laughs) curse you out if you tell her that. Word, but nah, how she was hitting. Got you, but Usher was doing you know the joints that I like the the uh, confessions joint, you know what I mean, and then the uh, not the what's 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 the, I think it's the first song he did, uh, superstar was it superstar superstar, I think it was superstar. yeah mm-hmm. that joint was hard you know what I'm saying my way was the only one that I didn't know, but the other ones I definitely knew. You didn't know hmm. my way? I mean I've heard of it, but I wasn't listening to music back then. Okay. Gotcha, oh, because gotcha. you were churchy, right? Yeah, super <laughs> And he was more into rap than he was R and B. Yeah. What what year was that? So, I mean, Six, 25 years ago? Yeah, yeah, it was nineties. I remember like I was oh, in high school. I definitely was, I was oh, like, I'm only even listening to music for real. Yeah, <laughs> I was like what, ten? I was like ten years old. I ain't caring about no Usher my way. <laughs> <laughs> I care less. <laughs> No, he could yeah. still he could still go with, up in that falsetto. He still could like, and then he hit one note where he like, it was like it was like a, yeah. a whole, like it was a dome shaped note, and that joint was yeah. all head. And I was like, oh, okay, flex yeah, 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 yeah. Tell him why you got but, your but Vegas all, residency. Of course, Usher knows how to prepare to make sure he can hit those notes. He's rehearsed to make sure he can hit those notes. He probably had all the remedies and whatnot to make sure he could do what he needed to do for that 24 minutes. Like, cats are just unprofessional out here. Uh, mm-hmm. Brina, did you, uh, Brina, what you, what you say, what you say? No, I think he actually drunk that uh, ginger tea before he performed that Ray J forgot. <laughs> he, drunk, he drunk Brandy's, uh, Brandy had given it to Ray J. Ray J didn't take it. Usher was like, let me get that. Yeah, I think he actually did. No, but I mean, he knows how to take care of his voice and like that shows. You know, that yeah. shows as groups age because it's like you you ask New Edition to now sing Candy Girl and it's going to be a huge difference. So, yeah. you know, how you take again, care of yourself we, as a singer, it matters. It does. And because New Edition are professionals, mm-hmm. they've rehearsed it enough times and they've gone to, different, to find out different ways that they can sing these songs that they sung when they were teenagers. Well, not even right. teenagers, even younger than that. Kyle yep. is reminding us to pray for Usher's salvation. He needs that more than he does praise. Absolutely. Very, very I'm going to pray for your salvation, Kyle. I'm going to pray for your salvation, Kyle. No, so, let's all stretch hands to Kyle and pray for his salvation right now. God. Amen. 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 To everybody's salvation. Absolutely. Uh, we no, we absolutely will pray for His name, Kyle. Jesus loves you, bro. Yeah. Is he married? Is In, Kyle married? 
Um, I don't know. Kyle, you married? Right Shout us out in chat. Let's know if you're married, Kyle. He's not married. Um, he can't be married. He on the line at 11 o'clock at night. He can't be married. <laughs> Yo, there are married cats. Ross is on the line and married at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Mag, all the guys' married friends have been on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if I was married, but anyway. I would not be on with y'all at 11 o'clock at night. Just letting y'all know now. <laughs> Sir, when you're not married, you don't even make it sometimes at You may. I'll be here every week. Listen. I'll be here every listen, week. Listen. So, I'll be here every um, week, bro. What you mean? You missed a couple. You why missed you a couple. Why you pulling but, that bass? Um, basically, your voice you was talking to me, God. Because you trying to play me I'm like not I don't be to, here. I'm, first of all, I'm not about to take lip off some light-skinned dude with a pearl-colored do-rag on. Don't come for yes, me. Yes, you right? are. You're going to take all this Pearl-colored do-rag. With your do-rag. mother of pearl do-rag. Don't be coming for me. Mother Listen, of pearl <laughs> Don't do-rag. let me start on this. this, this, this. <laughs> what? Go on, get what? it out. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not talking about your head. No. no, get you out of here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the color of your dress, but I can't remember the it's, color. It's I'm like an about. orange tie-dye situation. I cannot stand up in this dress. Don't ask me to the answers, no. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Kyle, lucky. I can't Kyle is, Kyle's letting you know he's definitely married, too. Kyle's yeah. married? Kyle is married. Yo, Kyle, get out of here, bro. Go Kyle be with your wife, Kyle. man. No, we have married Left him, my lord. Left him, my lord. Dang, all these single men think that they would definitely be doing something different right now than watching the show. Let me tell you guys, it's not what you think, okay? As a married man. And and we'd be actually having married men in the chat. No, you you probably wouldn't. And and it's not that deep, guys. Maybe that first three years. The first three years, maybe. Maybe the first three years. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. First three years, yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, get a handle on yourself. Anyway, um, (laughs) listen, listen. Uh, Usher leads to other questions like, all right, guys, so Usher and Chris Brown, there's been this talk. Like, is, is that a real versus to y'all? What y'all think? How y'all think that would rock? I feel like that's Usher and his son. That would be mm. like Usher and his son. Like, nah. Usher and his what? son. <sighs> find hit, find Usher's contemporary. Find I think Usher's Chris H-Mate. has more hits than Usher does, I believe. <laughs> but who sings better? I think Usher, Usher probably sings a tad bit yeah. better than Chris. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to win then. Whoever sings better. Is it? Or is it who puts on a better show? I think it's who's put on a better show. Because Chris no, get out there. Who puts on a better show? Plus Do Usher songs really give you nostalgia? Like they talking do. about. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. They absolutely do. Absolutely. But I don't know. When Chris popped out with... Yo, don't know your name, but it's no, but it skills we miss. I'm like, gonna go like crazy. I'm like, crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's a little bit more nostalgia than me. Then even uh, it's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm in my drop top. I mean, I'm just saying. That's me personally. Uh, uh, so yeah, Chris bring Drake out. It's over. Chris bring Drake, yeah. dude. No, no guidance. It's over. Oh, wow. Little baby so, in the back in the burger. I mean, Chris, Chris does have more studio, commercial, successful hits. But I do believe that. Yeah. I don't know that he's better. Bro, they would have to do no, that. No, I didn't like... say he was better. We said who would win a versus. Yeah, 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 yeah. They would have to do that in like, like right. Staples Arena, in like Staples Center. <laughs> like they wouldn't have to, I, it could they could do crazy. a regular one. It would be nice. It had to be a stadium. Judon said Usher is literally the sound of love for our generation. Do y'all believe about to believe that? 
Um, I think the yeah. sound of love. Listen to that's a that's a bold statement. That's a big that that's is. a bold statement right there. We have so the R and there so are people think, that could way out sing R and B and made better baby making music than. Well, Usher. what's his generation? He's saying for our generation. Which generation is that? Is I'm not is he talking generation. from a millennial? Is he talking millennials? Is he talking Gen X? Which generation is he talking about? Yeah. Okay. So, Goss, whether you realize it or not, me and you are in the same generation. Um, so, <laughs> so we're yeah, both we, millennials. Right. I'm just Wait. the first of the millennials. Right. You know what I mean? So, and I think Kira, me and you are the same age, right? Or, I'm, 40, I'm 41. But I identify. When did you turn 41? I do. Jeez. In June. No. Nah, so you're a millennial too then. So here's the thing with that. And I asked this I question on TikTok because I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I just saw a post the other day that said millennials are. So my first thing I heard millennials were from 81 babies are millennials are the first of the millennials. But Gen X is saying if you were born between 65 and 81, then you're a Gen, you're the last of the Gen Xers. But also millennials started 81 too. So it's it's weird. I think we us, me and you being 81 babies, mm-hmm. we were raised as Gen X babies. We were. And then we looked up one day and we were fussing about millennials and we realized, oh, dang, oh, we're the first. That's of the us. That's us. That's us. Someone, someone you know what called I mean? me an inaugural millennial and I wanted to push them down the stairs. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How down dare the you? Stairs. Listen, not. listen. So, Judon is hilarious. Generation. Yeah, so Judon at 42, he is definitely our generation. Judon, you can't make a statement like that at 42. <laughs> Right, love for you, our generation. You, you, you're we, you still over. had a little bit of Luther in your. We're like, come on. You're skipping over everyone. Regina Everybody. Bell, Whitney Houston, Shaka Khan, Anita Baker. You skipped over all of that. You, you had Sade still a little bit. Like, like, I mean, come on now. I don't know about you, Judon. I don't know about you. I don't know, Jew, because you're older than both of us now. Come on. I don't know, Jew. Not the sound of love for our generation. Boys, the men? Uh, I mean, I mean, we can go on. This could go on. Jodeci, we can go on, Jodeci. This, this could be a on. show all this, by this, itself. This all by itself. The sound of love? More hits regarding being in love and the ups and downs of relationships and Usher. I think you Usher was, was right in his you, life. You was focusing on confessions, maybe. Um, and no, I still feel like ah, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't give Usher that. I ain't ready well, to give Usher. Also, that. he was also wrapped in that whole R and B love era, right? So it was like Usher and Jodeci and Jagged Edge, and like it was a bunch of them just lumped into one. So I get what you're Usher was to say. a kid compared to Jodeci. He was. He was. I feel like was. Jagged. I feel like Jagged Edge might even have been more lovey dovey than Usher. Usher was pop. Oh, Jagged Edge was lovey-dovey. They so they, they say the same was, song I mean, let's get years. married. I've got to be. You know. Oh, my gosh. That's true. I can't even be mad at you for that. What did he say? Yeah, I missed yeah. it. He said, he said Jagged Edge sung the same song for five years. Five they albums. Sing the same they song. Did. He is absolutely right. Because, uh, because, um. I got to be and Dang, I promise, I'm never gonna be able I swear, to hear that. are the same chart. Man, I got all of the songs. Same song. Same track. Yeah. And I love Jack I gotta be without laughing. Thank it's you, guys. It's the same tag-on song, though. It's the same. It's just like Maverick City. It's four chords. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. So it was like I just walked right out of heaven. 
<laughs> Let's <laughs> get married. So much, yes. Yo, Listen. shout out to my dude, Mayor Morris, in the building. What up, Mayor Morris? Out here. What's popping, what's popping? So listen, um, he called this. <laughs> what did he say? He said he's watching this religious comedy. The <laughs> <laughs> officially religious comedy. I love that it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, so um, well. so yeah, so so I I would love to see Chris Brown and Usher in a versus. Of course, I'm biased. You know what I mean, Virginia all day. Uh, but of course, you know I respect Usher. You know without a shadow of a doubt. Um, but Breezy can dance him. better. Breezy gonna go crazy. It's, it's I, I believe Breezy can dance better, but it is very close. It is very close. Mm-hmm. Usher can dance his tail off too. So he can. He um, can. you know, and then what happened to R and B? We can go that. Sean Stockton re- re- retreated. A, I mean, sent out a tweet this this uh, within the last twenty four hours, uh, really just really talking about what happened to R and B and. And why is R&B trying to be hip hop so bad? And why does R&B, you know? I blame Diddy not... and Jodeci. Don't be blaming Puff. I blame Diddy Ooh. and Jodeci. Do not blame uh, Puff. I did. Listen, there will be no. Yeah, Puff I can see. Here I can see. Podcast. I can see your point. I can see. Y'all it. know that's my new. <laughs> I love oh, my new. I know. I, I get it. I get. I, I I get it. He's your Kevin Samuels. It doesn't change the fact. So Black I blame him. <laughs> I see you looking at let's me. Let's see. Let's see. So, so uh, let's let's uh, man, that one twelve drum was tight. That's what. Oh, that was so tight. Anyway, uh, so listen, uh, let's move on to the next topic. Of course, make sure to like and subscribe right here on the Tastemaker Spot. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend what it is that we do. Share this out. Let people know. After ten o'clock, we black, we Christian, we grown. Miss um, you, Trish. That's what we do. Yes, we miss you, Trish. Um, Mayor, tell Trish. everybody in Emporia we live. Tell the whole EMP, Mayor Morse. Listen, listen, Um, is a mayor of the city watching us? Hi, Mayor of the city. Shouts out. Salutes. Make sure you're taking care of your people in that in your district. Um, not getting overhyped by. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. Me giving political. Uh, anyway, let's let's keep I it moving. It. I felt um, you sliding. I felt you sliding. Like, here you go. Here you go. I'd be so tired of politics. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I was like, here you go. Here you and go. Anyway, um, so let's let's move on to this submission talk here. Mm-hmm. Now, Jasmine Brown uh, was being interviewed and talking about uh, was talking about her submission to her man, which uh, in this case, if y'all don't know or not, happens to be Cam Newton. And yeah, let's let's check out this video she put on this submission talk. Yo, were you able to edit that joint, uh, Bree, or no? Sure was. Thank you, ma'am. You're Wait, welcome. I don't know why you're feeling away. Why? What do you mean? Look at you. I should be nervous. No, why? Because uh, if I ask stupid questions, if I step Never. on your toes. Never. I'm so nervous because I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to What are we gonna unravel today? Even though I know that everything we talk about is going to be needed for people to hear, especially for me. Because you said, I would never think you would be like that. I would not. And that's interesting to me. So, you know why? Because I, when I know of you, is you've always been a hustler. You've yeah. always been a boss. You yeah. constantly reinvent yourself. Yeah. So yeah. that's what yeah. I said. Yes. My Which first and foremost comment to you is I've known about you for here. over a decade now. The one oh, being thank interviewed. You. That to be said, my yeah. perception of you has been like career oriented, me right. first, mm. not in a negative way, but like kind of like that person who's like, I'm no good to you if I'm not good to me. Yeah. 
And it's interesting you say that, me first. I'm not even like that. I think that it seems like that because of how I hustle. But even when I hustle, it's not even for me. All right. So let's bring it back to the basics. What is the art of being submissive? First step is get with somebody who wants what you have to offer. I think love and submission is a tailored fit. It's not a one size fits all. So I can only tell you what what it means to me. Now, for me, it's complete selflessness. I am satisfied in serving. I'm a servant and I watched my mother serve all my life, you know, and it was rain, sleet or slow. I think we talked about this on the phone. Um, my mother's love for my father wasn't conditional. It's not my responsibility, but it's I your joy. It is my joy. You know, I, I love to see him eating the meal that I cooked. I love seeing him sleep easy. Like every night, like clockwork, I scratch this man's back to sleep. And I know when he's asleep because I can tell when his breathing changes. And some people might think that's psychotic, but that's like, I just know that's when I'm like, oh, I can stop now. But I find joy in being your rest. And it shouldn't be conditional. A part of that lack of conditions, too, means that you do your duty joyfully regardless of yes. what's being done for you. That's it. I do my duty joyfully regardless of what is happening to and for me. You know, now some days I might be more cheerful than others because I have my own stuff going on. You know, when there's times where it's like I don't even want to say what's going on with me because, again, I know how to deal with me and my pain. You know, I'll cry in the shower and keep it moving, you know. But in the art of submission for me, because I can't speak for everybody, is being joyful about it. You know, it that want of, and I think it, not even just a want, the power of knowing that you, you have the power to make someone's day better. And that's a choice. And easier. Yes, better and easier. That's a choice that you have to make. I always make the choice to do it. I always make the choice to do it. I, I like to give. I like to allow my person to lead. They know, especially like when it translates in the bedroom, I like to feel dominated. You know, riding ain't always my favorite position because I like to be taken advantage. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't like to be taken advantage of. I like to feel. That's okay. I like to be degraded. Yeah. Those are languages that I like and I accept. I do. But if I'm comfortable and if I trust you. So just know what that means. Know that dance with your partner. I think of relationships and submission and being submissive is like it's like an eight count. Know that dance. You better know that five, five, six, seven, eight, one, dishes clean, two, laundry, three. If you have a long day and you fight in the world, you will never come back and fight me. You will never come back and walk into a space that is not welcoming you. Mm -hmm. You know, do you think that this is controversial in some capacity? Absolutely. To some, it could be enabling. You know, when someone told me one time, they're like, you're enabling him. And I told him how that made me feel. And he was like, of course, they're going to say that they don't have nobody doing that for them. How did it make you feel? It made me feel like maybe I am. But at the same time, that's my love. So if you don't understand it, you know, it's not, I'm not loving on you for you to get it. That's, that's how I love. And whoever I love is going to get that benefit. Yes. 
So the, the interview is actually a lot longer than that. There's a lot of topics that get hit on this joint, but just submission overall and then some of the things that she was saying in general, but just, you know, submission overall and the way that she was doing, let, let, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, I will say for one, um, she's with Cam Newton. They aren't married. Kyle pointed out she's playing herself. She could be. That's a good point, Kyle, because they are not married. Um, she's with Cam Newton. So another thing I like to join there is Cam Newton is a is a made man. He's he's got his millions. All right. So she is uh, serving up this dude, in which she ain't got to take care of too much of nothing. You know what I mean? And that comes up later on in the conversation as well. Um, but yeah, this level of submission and different things of that nature. What do you think about that? Let's go ahead and start with Bree simply because Kira is talking to her baby. Uh, <laughs> Bree, go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, Bones is in the and she can marry me any day. Judon said, Can better scoop her up. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Brina. What you got? Um, I think a lot of the number one, a lot of the comments that Cam Newton makes, um, it's like, okay, I get the context now. Uh, but definitely that level of submission and, is and, definitely and explain that because some people might not know that Cam does make certain comments. Explain what you mean by that, Brian. Yeah, so he has been known to make um, a lot of comments regarding how, yeah, about yeah. how women are supposed to act, you know, how we're supposed to know our place, all that kind of stuff. And this is why it's like, okay, I can get why he thinks that way. Like it makes well, sense. I, I think he thought like that way before he got with her though, too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's just, if this is his, you know, if this is his world 24 seven, then I, like I said, I get the context now, but yeah, that kind of treatment is definitely reserved for marriage. Um, and I don't, you know, the whole submission thing, I've never had an issue with that. It's just who you're submitting to has always been my thing. Okay. So no issue with it. It's just a matter of who you're submitting to. Kiara, yep. what you got? I have no issues with submission, contrary to what Goss thinks. Goss thinks I'm just this rebel who sets things <laughs> on fire, pushes men out of the bed, throws shoes. <laughs> is on fire. <laughs> crazy. And here's you the probably wear Tim's. You probably wear Tim's and all that. I not, have not Tim's. Me. I have Tim's. We've already discussed this. I'm from Brooklyn. That's a staple in my wardrobe because of demographically where I'm from. We talked about oh, this, okay? That's, that's why. exactly why. Don't, don't, don't. Okay. I have no issue with submission. I've never had an issue with submission. The only thing I have to say is I, my prayer is that he doesn't break her heart because the level of her heart that she is giving to this man in her submitting if he decides he wakes up one day and does not want to be with her anymore, she will be almost ir irreparably broken, at least for a couple of years. So I'm not saying that submission is an issue. I'm saying that submission to somebody who, whose last name you do not hold. And it's more than just serving them in terms of giving them all of the things. Submission is also checking with your partner before you make a decision. Submission is also not doing anything to like like understanding what 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 they do and do not like and not violating that for instance she's sitting there and she looks gorgeous but she's in a top that's i mean that thing is plunging if she cough hard we might have a janet jackson some men wouldn't be okay with that and submission says if your man say don't go outside and no stuff like that 
you can't go out. If your husband says, please don't go outside like that. You can't go outside like that. Now, the only reason why submission is an issue is for, for I feel like submission is, submission is an issue for a lot of women is because you don't trust the man you want to sub, that wants you to submit to him. And if you don't trust him, you shouldn't even be with him, let alone submitting to him. If you can't so then, how many people is out there not trusting their husband though? Like that happens a, a lot. Oh, uh, absolutely yeah. a lot. But because because we believe that we believe that a it's either one of two reasons, and in, in, at least in church, you get married for one of two reasons. If you don't trust this man, you are married for one of two reasons. One, you believe you're supposed to be married before a certain age, otherwise there's something wrong with you. Or two, you want to be able to have sex freely without feeling guilty, and so you get married. But if you don't trust this man, why are you even in relationship with this man? What, like what like and so I, I I can't I'm not holding her to the standard of a saved woman because I don't know that they're believers I know I don't know that Cam is a believer I don't know that she is a believer I don't know if they're believers I so want to say I've heard Cam say some stuff before but you know he's also I'm, a millionaire football player you know what I mean right just, you know. and so I don't I don't know I don't know where they stand in terms of salvation. I have not seen any fruit in keeping with repentance from either of them. So I'm not going to hold them to that standard. To that. I got you. But like, I, I, I'm, I'm pro I'm team submission. Like if, and when I get married again, if my husband says key, you are on the left side of the bed from now on, guess what? That I'm rocking out on that left side until one of us go to be with Jesus. If he like his, if he likes his martini shaking and not stirred, then they shaking and not stirred. Until Why I got a hard time believing this? Why don't believe this? <laughs> you would you well, like I'm to call? Not... I'll give you my ex husband's phone number. Let's call. Let's call him right now. Put him on the line. Call him on line one. You, I'm not trying to get cursed out by his current wife. We're not doing that. <laughs> let's start there. Let's start there. Let's start there. Um, hey. And some people will say, "Well, if he's your, if he, if submission wasn't a problem, then why is he your ex husband?" That's a whole nother can of worms. Okay. Yeah, At yeah, the yeah, end that's, of the that's, day. That's when I was his wife, when he, I, here's an example. When I was his wife, I got a job offer. We were living in New York. I got a job offer in DC. The job was an executive assistant starting at 70,000 a year. We had just gotten married and my daughter who was 15 was less than one. We went to DC. I got to, I went to the interview, went through the interview process, met with the senior management, Got, went and put money down in an apartment. They called me the same day, told me I got the job. We went and put money down in an apartment. Started moving, started the process of moving. When we got back to New York, that man woke up the next day and said, I prayed, we're not going. Wee. Guess what I had to do? I had to call the job people and rescind my offer and then call the apartment and tell them we were no longer moving and I need a refund on my deposit. Did it sting? Yes. But submission says I've submitted to, to, the, to the space this man holds according to God's design and that man said, we're not moving. So guess what? We're not we moving. moving. Mm. Hey, shouts out. Big clout on that for that. Um, there was something that she said that caught my attention before I hit that. Goss, your thoughts right off. Yeah, it didn't. I don't know. This conversation didn't sound like a submission conversation to me. It sounded like that's just her preference. That's who she is as a woman. She's going to do these things for her man. It don't seem like it's a... I'm submitting, that, so I'm doing yeah. these things. Yeah. But it seemed like, this is what I do. Like, for me, mm-hmm. whenever we go out to eat, I'm always paying for everybody. I don't care if you're my girl or not. I'm paying for the table. Because that's just what I do. Right. So it's not that I got good manners. It's not that I was raised well, which I was and all those good things. But, like, that's just who I've become as a person because I like giving. Like, I know giving is the, like, th- that's really the cheat code. Like, giving is how you, like, really 
you know, get ahead in life. And and, and it, it makes me happy to see other people's reactions when I do nice stuff for them. So I think this is more so her as a personality rather than her submitting. You know what I'm saying? Um, that was my first reaction to it. Uh, yeah. That's how I feel. Two I quick points. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You good. No, I'm saying she trusts him. It's obvious that she trusts him. And that's the that's that's the hinge that this all hangs on. She trusts him. You submit to people that you trust. If you don't trust them, then you won't submit to them because you don't trust. You submit to someone where you know, no matter what, even if the decision is is against everything I believe in, that this person has my best interest at heart and would not do anything to hurt me. The problem comes when you submit to people you don't trust. And if you don't trust, you shouldn't be with them. If you have trust issues, go to therapy before you even start dating. But don't date people that you don't trust and then and then buck back when it's time to submit to them. Just, like, stop. So, so that's my two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. Two points. Um, the first one being, uh, I think it was very key what she said. For one, okay, this is submission from a very worldly perspective, it seems Absolutely. like. Right? So when we're, yeah. we're, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we're going to acknowledge that, right? So we acknowledge that. So we're not trying to over-superficial, um, over-spiritualize this, right? Uh, second off, um, well, actually, first off, uh, she mentioned being with someone who almost like who your love language fits with them or works with them. It makes it easy. It doesn't make it hard. You know what I mean? That's who she is. That's how she wants to love. If she's with somebody who's willing to receive that way and that works, it works for them. Hey, if you like it, I love it. Boom, boom, boom. It works out. That's very important. Something I think if you're single in the chat, keep with that. Like somebody who you could fill their love tank up easy, just being you. If you can find that, do that. Do that. You know what that. I mean? I'm, I'm, <laughs> do that. Okay. All right. Because when things don't quite fit and you got to do extra effort to try to make it, it's, it's just hard. All right. So, you know, do that. Okay. <laughs> Let's say that again. Do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> do that. Do that, do that, do that, do that, do do that, that, that. <laughs> anyway, um, number 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 uh, two is uh, listen. She mentioned, and it kind of struck me the wrong way, but ladies, y'all tell me whatever. She mentioned, I'll handle me. Like if I got to go cry, cry in the shower, I'll just go cry in the shower. How'd that strike y'all, or what that was up? And I thought you actually gave a nod of, of affirmation, Kira, when she said that. Uh, but wh- how did that strike y'all? That strike me a little weird. So I don't always think that your husband should be your best friend. I think he should be one of your closest confidants, but he does not necessarily have to be responsible for your emotional balance. My struggle was only in the fact that are you making yourself responsible for someone else's happiness? Because that's a really that's a really big burden to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing is, so there are certain times here's my thought process. I don't always have to take everything to my husband. If something happens to me, because my my job is to guard his heart, right? And so if he has to worry about me or if I say something to him that could possibly anger him and pull him in a different direction emotionally and ultimately change change the feel of the house, like my job is to guard his heart from anything that could possibly cloud him or make him struggle or pull him out of position. So if I'm going through something emotionally, right, and it's not necessarily something that has to be on his plate or something that he has to address, I don't have to bring that to him. I can cry it out in the shower because I have the Lord 
and I have in me pertain all things pertaining to life and godliness. So I'm not going to, everything doesn't have to fall on his pillow. It doesn't. Now, am I saying that I, under no circumstances, bring things to him and he is not responsible for understanding where I am emotionally? No. Bro, you got to know where I am because when you crawl in the bed with me at night and you want to you wanna do all the things your man won't do, I, I you need to know where my head is. So you can't, like, you hear me? Like, I, I need you, you have to know in that regard where I am emotionally. But nah, she, you don't have to take everything to him. She can cry some things out in the shower and I believe in it. Hmm, interesting. Bree? Yeah, I mean, I thought that was a that was an interesting take. Um, I just thought that maybe I don't know if he indicated that you know that's just those things aren't anything like he wanted to deal with. So she just automatically knew like I just deal with it on my own. I think every person is different, though. Um, you know, but it, but I've always held a long belief that, you know, I wouldn't I've never expected any of my my ex-boyfriends to be my therapist. So it's like, you know, I can deal with my emotions on my own. And that's what your friends and family are Corey. for. So he Jesus, Corey, <laughs> <laughs> I can hear your nose. My God. Can you put yourself on me? Like, ha, 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 nah, ha, y'all getting all this. Y'all getting all of it. Your the nose sounds like a chew toy, my friend. I'm going to need you to mute that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're getting all this natural. Lord Jesus. So, Brianna, were you, were you finished with that? Are you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to give Corey the mean face. First, he grabbed this huge roll of toilet paper. I'm right. like, what are we doing? And then he proceeded Can't, to do whatever like, it is. It's like, squeak, 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 squeak. Yo, God. I hear your joint, bro. I hear that joint. It's a lot. Listen, listen. So anyway, <laughs> it was interesting. Like I said, more of a worldly uh, respect of uh, submission. I think it was important. It was from even from a worldly standpoint, I felt it was cool to hear somebody talk about it just because, you know, whether or not the world is kind of on that level right now or whatnot. I think it was very interesting how they talked about how she really came off like a boss chick, yada, yada, boom, 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 a hustler, yada, yada, boom, boom, boom. And everybody has been so surprised to hear her talk like this. And she was like, oh, dang, I'm surprised I surprised guys like that because that ain't me. I was just, I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm hustling and I ain't even doing that for me. You know what I mean? So so that that kind of took me, uh, was interesting to hear as well. Kira, go ahead. But here, here's my issue with, with people. Why, why can't you be a boss and submit? And I think that's a good Why point. Why can't you do both? Why can't you I think don't that's a great You're point. not the CEO of your crib if you got a husband, miss. When you're in the crib, I, you're not the CEO. You might be I the you might be the CFO, but you're not the CEO, miss. Mm, mm, mm. You could turn the boss if you can't turn the boss off when you go home, then that's another issue at hand. That's that goes mm. back to do you trust this man? Because why you gotta why you gotta run things there's a way to lead from the second chair you don't got to be first chair all across the board you don't have to be you could be a boss and submit i don't know yeah yeah no no i think that's great uh that level of balance is, is a great point i i think uh in my opinion i feel like the world and i feel like the church to an extent has kind of blurred the lines on that and people don't always see that level of balance of being able to go out into the world just like the Proverbs 31 chick. She she ran stuff on the outside and then she went home and she and she took care of hers as well there. So interesting, interesting. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, let's see here. 
Judon says, hey, I'm an introvert, but when I want to express my love for someone, I tend to be extra and over the top. But it's not that I'm trying hard to, uh, trying hard to please. It's just who I am. It's my balance. Um, so boom, boom, boom. Judon's also said Beyonce is a perfect example. Huh, okay. All right. Is she? From a, from okay. a carnal she, Yeah, that whole taking care of home is still fly kind of situation where she takes care of a man, but she still runs the house. Um, I mean, they got a whole nother dynamic going on, but I get like in terms of the presentation of it all. Yes, she does present herself as a woman who takes care of home, takes care of self, runs her business. And then, and then, but she, but her, but her husband is um, the authority. Like she, you know what I mean? Like, but it's, I don't know. It's more, it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's more than just saying you're the king of the household. It's, it's it's guarding him too. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm not trying. I'm my thoughts are jumbled in my head, so I can't communicate them clearly. So I'm gonna be quiet. That's cool, cool, cool. It's all good. <laughs> interesting, interesting uh, topic there. Um, I want us actually to go ahead and jump into this next topic as time is kind of ticking away, and I'm yes. not sure how long exactly this one is going to be right here. Um, y'all know how it is. Appreciate y'all hanging out tonight, and. So this has kind of been the topic of the week, uh, especially in them church streets. Um, Creflo Dollar comes out and is like, look, I've had a new revelation on tithing. And uh, tithing maybe might have been something under the law. We are under grace, yada, 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 boom, boom, boom. And... He talks about how you don't really need uh, how tithing you don't really see in the New Testament, he says. And I'm sorry, my wife is texting me something and I'm trying to talk. <laughs> I'm like, why are you texting me? Anyway, <laughs> but, um, She's but like, yeah, you got 19 so... minutes, sir. You got 19 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so. So Creflo comes out, he, he, he pretty much renounces tithing. He's even to the point where I like, look, yo, if I, any book you might've picked up the mind or whatever the case may be, you know, that was older than 10 years from, you know, now, whatever, like, like throw that joint away. Like that ain't it. And um, I think it's very interesting, just kind of the different things that came out from the two sermons. Kira, you said you hadn't had a chance to watch them? I hadn't had a chance to watch them. I saw the streets buzzing about it and I caught a yeah, snippet yeah. of the thing that he was saying. Um, but I didn't see the entire thing. Okay, and then uh, uh, Goss and Bree, y'all seen it? Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 I watched yeah, both yeah. parts. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I guess we'll just go there. There's so much to chew on with it. But uh, start with Goss. What What did you think of what oh, you saw? Oh man, Creflo didn't started something, boy, boy. He's going. He messed up a lot for a lot of people. A lot of churches about to mess their bank account up. <laughs> he didn't stop the money for a lot of folks. I'm trying to tell you, because they are already weary of that young boy, because he was already, uh, you know, I mean, if you ask me, his last name is Dollar. I think he is supposed to be talking about money. But I'm saying, like, from the standpoint that he was talking about it, and everybody that's connected with him and his, you know, his, uh, his, the ministries that are under him, like, bruh, like, it's going to be, like, the floodgates, I feel like, are about to be open. And they have to rethink now how they are going to try to control their people. Is, is control the right word? Control might be too strong of a word. Control is definitely the word that you used. 
I know, but I'm trying to think, is that the right word? Should I set it? Should, should I set control? Well, it, it, until I find another word, I'm, I'm going I'm to say control. So it's interesting because you have to have the balance of knowing what to say and understanding how it might mess up what you've preached for the last 20-something years versus now what you're going to preach and then what if you come to a conclusion 20 years from now that that's not right? So it's difficult for preachers to have such a hard-nosed stand on something when their theology and their their education is always growing and the Spirit's always revealing something to them. That's why I was a little annoyed with Flame when Flame was on his hardcore Calvinism. And then he was like, ah, nah, Calvinism's not right. I'm on this Lutheranism now or this Lutheran stuff now. But what if he has another revelation 10 years from now? He wants to be Catholic. Like you lose your credibility each time you change your position. So it's difficult for you to say something because you may not know how long you're going to hold to that. So what you feel, I don't think necessarily you should make it public. I think that's how you should feel and operate the way that you feel. You know what I'm saying? So you feel like if I've said something out that I now deem to be erroneous and bad teaching and actually something that have maybe bogged people up in religion or condemnation, that if I have had a revelation on the change, I should not make that public? No, what I'm saying did y'all, is... Did y'all hear them words? I'm saying, I, I saw where Cole switch. I was like, oh, wait, let me sit up straight. No, 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 really. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, so like when we didn't have super domination, we didn't tell people we didn't have super domination. We just changed the the, the artist lineup, but, but we didn't tell them that Swoop wasn't coming. But they figured out on their own, oh, Swoop's not here. He's not coming. So I'm saying what Creflo should have did was, or, or any uh, preacher or person of influence that has said something and has put their foot in the ground on what they said, just start gradually changing your teaching. You don't got to make some big grandiose statement because you're going to lose your credibility. Not if you're repenting. So to turn away from that essentially is to repent, right? He's saying, I repent of the teaching I've been teaching for the last however many years, and I no longer believe in that thing anymore. I now believe this thing. So I understand, okay. I understand from that standpoint why he would be like, I don't want to live in error or lead God's people in error because there are plenty of preachers whose mind changes about a thing, but they don't want and to they rock don't the say boat. nothing. And they don't Especially say if it's for their own anymore. benefit. Yeah. And so I think I think what this will use you, you mentioned earlier, Corey, that this is gonna let mess up a lot of bank accounts. I think I think the church has to not guilt people into giving into the kingdom. I think if you that give, was his whole point. Give to the mission. So, like, I remember I was at a conference once. I think it was a uh 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 it was like the Paul, Paul Moore and I can't remember the actual religion, the actual denomination that they're under. Anyway, I saw one day. Uh, uh, one day I went to Paul a conference. Paul Morton is uh, oh, full gospel Baptist. Mm-hmm. Yes, full gospel yes. Baptist. So I was at a full gospel Baptist conference and they invited Jackie McCullough. Now, if you know anything about Jackie McCullough, she cries aloud and spares not. So they invited Dr. McCullough to the conference. And during the whole thing, there was this real like, I'm pulling on you. I'm fleecing you. Give to the ministry. God's going to bless you. If you sow a seed, God's going to multiply it. And Dr. McCullough got up there and she said, 
in the middle of her sermon, she said, tell God, give to the mission because you want because you want the furtherance of the kingdom. Because are, y- are y'all teaching correctly? Her whole sermon, she's like, is that what you're teaching the people in Rome? And it was her calling out all of the bishops at the conference to the degree that the bishops were outside of the church. They was tight, visibly tight. Because she kept saying, <laughs> yeah. is that what y'all are teaching in Rome? Are y'all teaching people this in Rome? And I'm, and I'm listening to her. I'm like, yo, she calling these dudes out at their conference. Like, yikes. And I wasn't mad at it. I was just like, yo. They're never gonna invite her back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's never coming back. Jackie did low key disappear too. Yo, she's in upstate New York running running Beth Rispa, okay. and that's that's Jackie. that. Okay. Um, yeah. but like, but she used to be she, everywhere. Oh, she used to be everywhere. But yeah, she yeah, doesn't. Yeah. She don't feel. She don't care about your feelings. She gonna preach the gospel. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Let the chips fall where they may. She's very Paul in her in her application and preaching of the gospel. And so her thing was tell God's people to give because of the because you're furthering the mission of the kingdom. Unless you're not furthering the mission of the kingdom, then why do you expect like stop guilting God's people into giving? And right. she did she did that yeah. for like a solid 45 minutes. She just kept saying things and the bishops were like I was like, yeah, this is wild. I can't believe I'm watching this. <laughs> like but I think that's what Creflo is trying to say like when you go to a Jewish synagogue, they don't say give because you will get blessed. They say we need a new air conditioner so that we can keep the sanctuary cool so that the babies and the women are not sweating. And people just start writing checks. There's no guilt. There's no speech. We need a new air conditioner. It costs $50,000. And people just start writing checks. There's none of that. God is going to bless you. You give one. God gives two. But when you're not forthright about what you're doing with the money, like that's why there's, there should be, that's why, that's why churches are having to have financial meetings. That's why there's a state of the church address once a year, because you have to give account for the finances. Um, and so I'm not mad at, I, I, from what I saw, I wasn't mad at what he said, but when you're, when you're, when you're using guilt and shame, which has been a tool inside of churches for hundreds of years, it's literally, it's literally white supremacy with, with a black face a lot of the yeah. times. And so when you use that, I know, I know that was a hard statement. You finna ask me a question about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want to let everybody know, Brina Goss, uh, get in where you fit in. Um, so listen, so listen, I think that was the key. Like, and I've heard, I've talked, and so what I did is, you know, I like to like to do that. So first, I went to the more, you know, reformed cats, and I wanted to see kind of what they were saying about Creflo and what he said. Then I went to the more, you know, prosperity type cats, and I wanted to see what they were saying about Creflo and what he said. I just kind of wanted to see what everybody had to say, you know what I mean, or whatever the case may be. And you know, a lot of people. Oh man, everybody was talking. You know, everybody was talking. But my my the biggest thing and the real fruit of this whole situation, in my opinion, is I believed something has now changed because of Creflo's stature, uh, mainly Creflo's stature, even amongst prosperity teachers, you can no longer guilt your congregation into giving. I mean, you can, but they don't know. Yes, they can. I'm saying saying Creflo, Mm -hmm. because of who he is within prosperity joint, with him saying what he said, on the shame and the um, guilt and the condemnation on giving and yada, 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 and the curse with the curse that you see in Malachi and stuff like that. Yo, I think that's going to be hard pressed. You won't have a hard time guilting your congregation into giving anymore. That's just my, that's my thought process. Why not? I think nah, because I think still church people, they get conditioned every single Sunday. 
and they don't even know that they're conditioned until they're out of it. So you don't have to guilt them. You can just say. So, 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 so me and you are now talking two different things because I'm talking specifically about guilting, shaming, and condemnation. You're now talking about how you don't have to guilt people. So are you saying, so you're not, we're not talking about the same thing anymore. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, we are. We're not, Gross. How? Like, we're not. Because you said I'm specifically that you saying no guilt that you'll no longer guilt, shame, and condemnation cats in churches when it comes to giving anymore because of who Creflo is within the prosperity circle. You then just said, so you don't no longer have to guilt, you, you won't have to guilt people. But anyway, I'll let you finish your statement, but I don't feel like it's a concern. Nah, because I'm saying, like, I think what are you saying that they were doing that blatantly, like, like unapologetically shaming them? Like, they like, like the congregation knew that they were getting shamed? And no, 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 no. I don't believe the I was saying it's necessarily not, new. Because I'm saying what, what you're saying, they're doing it, but they're not, like, it's not, they're not getting. It's not called guilt and shame or whatever. Like, like that's just regular church. So they don't know the difference between the two. Like, there's no difference. We. I see. What you're saying. Talking about the After same thing. hearing Creflo, it's not going to matter. Is, right? Because some churches have been what, what he's saying is that some churches are so deeply indoctrinated. Some Christians yeah. are so deeply brainwashed that they will look at Creflo crying aloud and they will think. He's wrong, and they will still every Sunday be guilty. Well, and it's one thing to think that he's wrong in what he's saying, okay? Yeah. But I don't think that cats will be able to. It's one thing to say he's wrong in what he's mm -hmm. saying, mm -hmm. but my thought process would be: people who are saying that he's wrong in what he's saying, they probably are not tithing off of guilt and condemnation and shame. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think they are. They just don't know it. Because it's been they've been conditioned that way, and people think okay. that tithing, tithing, it, people think that the blessings come as a result of tithing and not as a result of God being good. That's a fact. They too. think they think they're purchasing blessings because church has taught that when the praises go up, the blessings come down. When you tithe, <laughs> God blesses you, and so you're conditioned to believe that God is like your earthly parents, and He's not good just off the sake of being good. And if you don't think that He's good, then you think then you think His lack of blessing is a result of you not tithing. Or if you're tithing and you're not being blessed, then you think something is wrong with God, or He's not holding up His end of the bargain. So I get I get why Creflo did the thing that he did because it's a it's a huge misnomer. But like some churches still will not like some churches still will not listen. There will be pastors who mount their pulpits yeah. this Sunday. And I don't think. Trash and again, them. I want to be be clear. Like I said, I, I do believe preachers will still preach tithing. Like that's 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 what it is. I'm saying I don't believe. And, and of course, when I say this, obviously, I'm not saying 100 percent. Right. Mm. But I believe a good majority of cats will not be able to reach into their Malachi bag on some you are cursed with a curse. I don't yeah. think cats are going to be able to do that anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. my point. You know what I'm saying? I think cats will still preach tithing. Mm -hmm. I just don't think cats will be able to really go into that. You are cursed with a cursed bag anymore. I don't believe cats will be able to do that. And everybody was going into that bag. Because it allowed you to give it allowed you to get it allowed you to get money from the congregation without accountability. And I think what Creflo has done is forced pastors to provide accountability 
for where the finances are going. When you say you're cursed with a curse, people are not going to question where the money is going because they're concerned with not being cursed. So you can get money from the congregation with zero accountability, as opposed to now you have to be accountable. But even in even after this level of enlightenment, even after setting the internet streets and churches all across the country on fire, people will still go back. People will still return to their vomit. Yeah, I mean, when when you say that, people will still tithe. You're saying. I mean, tithe, tithe, tithe absentmindedly. Tithe, tithe out of fear, guilt, or mm-hmm. tithe out of obedience. What? Tithe out of fear, guilt. Because if you, I mean, so biblically, ten percent is not what you're supposed to give according to the Old Testament. If you do the calculations according to the Old Testament, you're looking at twenty-three percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not ten, mm-hmm. right? And so. But people, people have been doing this kind of 10% bare minimum thing and they're scaring people into doing it. But if you, if you, if you pay attention, if they, they can't, Creflo has opened up people's eyes in that they will now question their pastors. And if their pastors cannot provide feasible answers, they will probably leave churches and find churches where they can get the answers that they need. But there are some people who are so deeply indoctrinated and brainwashed that they will absolutely not listen somebody said that there are people holding prayer visuals in virginia to pray for creflo yeah in richmond um i saw both said that so so again and it's just i, I really we'll, we'll see we'll see what's what i just don't believe i believe people will still tithe i believe still what people will just feel either either out of obedience or believing that the tithe is going to therefore believe bring them a, a blessing per se i believe people will still tithe out of that or mm-hmm. even just habitually, just because they've always done it, right? What mm-hmm. I really believe is that Cruflo possibly was able to break this curse with a because curse of his position. situation because mm-hmm. of his position mm-hmm. within the prosperity gospel, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever you want to call it. That's just yeah. my, you know, my, 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 my belief I on agree. that. Um, uh, Judon went into plain, please explain the 23%. I've heard a lot of cats talking about the 23%. Judon is tithing for different things in the Old Testament. You would so tithe tithing, a little bit of this. Offering, tithing, offering alms, tithing, offering alms, and something else. When you combine the, like, this is what Israel was required to give. So there's tithes, there's offering, there's alms, and there's like one other offering, all these different offerings. When you add there's them fruit. up, it's 23% of your income, not 10 and that and those different arms not considering the festival not not counting all the festivals that would pop up on the jewish calendar tithing offering and alms which were which were usually given during any gathering that actually ended up being way more than 10 percent, closer to 23 to between 23 and 24 percent when you added it up cool 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 brie what you thought about the whole creflo sitch um i know that like maybe what 10 12 years ago he started uh emphasizing more of his teaching on grace um and the differences between you know the old covenant and the new covenant um how to differentiate between the two making sure that as new testament believers you know we're not trying to you know live under the law and all that all that stuff so when he came out and i saw the clips and i watched uh, both videos and it you know it's just like y'all just said he basically just you know spoke against using the curse you know as a method to force people you know into giving um and it's like you know when jesus talked about giving he always dealt with the heart posture 
Um, you know, he talked about, you know, if you're going to give a gift and you know you have something against somebody else, go make that right before you come and present something. So it's like you always have to make sure your motive is correct in anything that you do. Because um, it's like, you know, you think about Ananias and Sapphira. You know, not every gift is a good gift. They gave with the wrong motive, you know, lost their lives because of it. Um, so it's like you can't give out of fear. Um, you can't give out of guilt. You know, if if you give, you should want to do it out of a cheerful, you know, willing heart. Um, I, I didn't see where, you know, he said, you know, don't tithe at all. Uh, but he no, did no, talk no. about, yeah, but it's like he did talk about, you know, go to God um, and find out how much he wants, you know, you to give. I know people who give 20 percent, 30 percent. And so it's like the, the whole thing, the issue that people have, like with the whole prosperity gospel is like you give to get. Um, and that's always been a thing. But the correct way is to give so that you can continue giving. Absolutely. Um, so it's like, you know. There were some things that he said that, you know, cleared up, you know, a lot of questions that some people may have. Um, but, you know, when I learned about tithing growing up, it's always in the form of, you know, a method of stewardship. Um, so it wasn't fear based. It's just, you know, this is how you um, formulate your life, you know, always include God, you know, in your giving. So. Yeah, I, I, I hopefully people don't take, you know, his words as, okay, I don't have to give anything. I don't have to do nothing because people don't yeah. take things the wrong way. But, well, again, I believe that anybody who takes his word is I don't have to give anything or anything like that. Those people either were already not giving <laughs> or they were looking <laughs> or they were looking for an out. You right. know what I mean? Right. If you were looking for an out, you're definitely not being a cheerful giver, right? Right. Um, Going to what Bowles is saying in the chat, he said Creflo was actually the right person for God to use to shed the light Absolutely. on this topic because it's so embedded in the prosperity. He's so embedded in the prosperity gospel. So if he says it, it carries a lot of weight. And that's where I'm at with it. That's why I believe he was the right one to make the change on that or whatever the case may be. The question becomes, well, the question that I just came up with that I thought about when he said it is, so if, 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 Creflo changes his stance on that point. Is Creflo still a prosperity teacher? Yes, he still thinks God died to make you rich. <laughs> now, now, okay, so so listen, uh, hold on. I hear what you're saying, Goss, but he didn't say that in that three hours of sermon by any means. He did not. He didn't say anything about God so? dying to make you rich. He said it before. He well, said many he saying, things before. Right, That's I'm the saying, whole point has he, of has he, coming has he back. Turned. Well, is, is I guess turned? that remains to be seen. That remains to be seen. You got. I guess we have to watch him in the coming weeks to see if he has changed his entire, his entire theology, um, because the prosperity gospel I does. Is, I don't think he's in, changed his entire theology. I think it's just based on that. But but to me, that that's what makes prosperity gospel, isn't it? What giving to well, get? Not only that. No, not only get it. Not only giving to get, but. But saying that the purpose of God, the purpose of Jesus coming, living, dying, sacrificing was so that he could make you yeah. rich. And that's not always the case. Health, wealth, prosperity. Yeah. yeah. And so because, well, because then what happens to the people who are in the faith, faithful, and they die of cancer? Or the people who are in the faith and they die poor? Are they not gods because they're broke? Kind of thing, and so it makes you feel like if you don't have money, then are you really the Lord's? 
Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. And, and uh, Kyle's talking about Alan Parr's video, which I thought Alan Parr's video was really good as well. Oh, and I don't agree everything that Alan Parr has to say either, because, you know, Alan, dang, dang, was that a hard shaking head there, Brina? <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm going to just leave yeah. it So because Alan Parr does not speak in tongues, you can see his bias on tongues or whatever the case may be. Now, don't get me wrong. The scriptures clearly say that you should really not speak in tongues publicly without an interpretation. But to come down real hard on that, I think is also silly because if I speak in tongues regularly off the mic, you know, in times of need or in times of speaking with the spirit or intercession or whatever the case may be, I can make the mistake on the mic when something hits or an unction to go into tongues and be like, oh, that's right, man, I had the mic handed up. I just think there's a little bit more grace that Alan can have for that. And I think because Alan doesn't speak in tongues himself, he's a little bit harder on cats. I know many spirit-filled Bible-believing people who might either accidentally speak in tongues on the mic or that, um, or that just don't really know or acknowledge, right? That's a whole nother thing. Like, that's come out with this whole situation is the level of elitism or judgment that people have when interpreting the scripture is just crazy to me. You know what I mean? And I think some of this is, is self-righteousness within itself, right? Like, obviously, it took this preacher, Creflo Dollar, who's been preaching the gospel for many, many years, it took him very long, 20, 30 years, to really get an understanding of this situation, whereas many others have easily just picked up scripture and they instantly understood that. And so they look at him like, how did it take you so long when I got it just from going whatever? And I think maybe people should think and think maybe the spirit revealed it to you and you didn't just get it with your own natural mind, but just because it came so easy to you, your self-righteousness thought it was you. Anyway, that's me getting off my high horse on that. But, you know, the, the Bible is a very long, very big, very, you know, thing. And you don't always get everything in it at the same time. It's the reason why people will be like, I've been reading the scripture for years and now God just gave me a new revelation on this scripture because that is what happens when reading the scriptures. Um, so anyway, so just the elitism and the judgment really uh, gets on my last nerves, when, especially when God is doing you a favor and you think it's you. No, God is allowing you to interpret these scriptures. Like, well, it says it right here. I'm like, yeah, but anyway, I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> my point is that elitism gets on my nerves. Um, but ultimately, ultimately <laughs> that's what it is. I'm trying to see whatever what else people are saying in the chat here. Um, boom, boom, nice. boom. No, no, there's a lot of people talking in the chat about a lot of different things. Um, we gotta go. All the way going two hours. Guys, guys, you, you, you party harder than this. I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you. Hey, <laughs> <same man. laughs> thank, 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 you. Uh, you. Thank you, sister. Okay? Thank you, thank you. I love you. Um, I love you, Corey. But I'm gonna need you to simmer down. Okay. Nah, f that. <laughs> I, I love you. Simmer down, Squeaky. That's your new name, Squeaky. Simmer down, Squeaky, because you're not. Hey. Let's you see. Can Let's see, Squeaky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what did you just say to me, boy? <laughs> he said, "No." He said, "You could think of a better name than Squeaky." No. But um, <laughs> that Squeaky's not flat. Um, squeak. Disciples and apostles of Paul had his companions in flex. I'm just going through the comments, just 
is going whatever, as long as gospel relevant tithing will be necessary. So yeah, again, he's not speaking against giving. He just uh, is trying not to use what he just what he called uh, the T word. <laughs> he's trying to he says he doesn't really see tithing as much in the New Testament. Um, so so that's you know just the thoughts on that. I thought it was quite interesting. You know what I mean? Does that mean that Creflo has it all together? Um, no. Do I think any preachers out there have it all together? I don't. I just I just man, the elitism gets on my last nerve. Um, do do do. But um, bu, 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 he been preaching hypocrisy for years. He did a lot of damage to people. That may be true. See, that's a, that's another thing. That brings me to my next topic. Thank you, Kyle, for saying that. He talked about the damage that was done to people. Now, I don't know. Y'all tell me. I can only talk from my experience. Okay. Um, yeah, I can only talk yeah, from yeah, my experience. Um, well, and you can talk from your experience, and we can find out what, where this looks at. I have been in a lot of word of faith type atmospheres for a long time, okay? And I personally didn't get a chance to witness, and I've been at many levels of, you know, of, 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 of leadership. I didn't witness people getting damaged by the prosperity doctrine. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Most of the people I saw were indeed getting blessed. So I've seen both. Okay. Right? I've, seen, I've seen where people have taken prosperity to the next level. Like they're, they're, they're basically fleecing the flock at this point. Um, I've seen people so, give their last. I've seen because they've been told that God's going to bless you if you sow this amount of money. Oh, I'm looking for the $50 line. I need the $100 line. I need the $200 line. Who got a $1,000 check? Who got a $2,000 check? Somebody in so this office. I, I agree, Kara that they they are theoretically fleecing the flock. And I hate to see the check lines and all that. I'm right there with you, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm saying, no, is that the people really get damaged. Like even in their ignorance, did God not come through for them or whatever the case may be? I'm just asking, I mean, I have not seen it. I've seen people not pay their rent so that they could pay. I've seen people not pay car payments and get their cars repo. I've seen people lose houses. And, and and I'm not saying that they shouldn't have known better. I'm not saying that they did not use appropriate discernment. I'm saying that guilt and shame were a mm -hmm. factor in them giving up money that was allotted to bills because they think they're already in a dire situation. And this person is telling me that if I don't give this money, God is not going to bless me. And you don't want and 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 you because you've you've equated God to to the slot machine in Vegas. And yeah. so you're saying because he wants to because he wants to bless you, you got to give this money. So you give this money and then your lights get turned off or they come collect the car that you were supposed to use to pay the, with the money you gave at church. You get, you, you're supposed to pay this car payment and now your car gets repoed. So now you're thinking, oh, wait, God doesn't care about me because he did not come through like he said he was going to because this person told me that God was going to come through if I gave this money and he did not. Okay. And I just want to say, all you said makes total sense. Right. And, and what I'm saying is you've seen that. Right. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. I just wanted to make sure. Just want to make sure. Because, I mean, I just, I've been in and around it a lot of different parts of my whole life, and I ain't seen nothing but people get blessed. Oh, I've seen both sides been, of it. That's just been my uh, my experience or whatever the case may be. Um, another joint I wanted to ask. Um, uh what is more dangerous? A theology that teaches prosperity doctrine 
theology that preaches just preach the gospel. Normally that's code word for we don't really care or deal with social justice joints. Or theology that deals with uh, tying in the gospel of Jesus Christ with American patriotism. Which one of those three is more dangerous in y'all's opinion, if everybody can answer one time? Shoot, that last one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going with Christian nationalism. Christian That's nationalism more dangerous. For you. Yep. That's what's mm-hmm. here. What you say? What you say, Corey? What you say? I say it's prosperity. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. 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 I just that's just my question. I, I wonder um, what it is. I sometimes I feel like the prosperity joint is easy pickings for for certain cats, and um, so it's easy for them to just hammer in on uh, the prosperity joints as well. So that's just my thought process on it. Um, poo, 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 poo. I'm just checking to see. Let's see. Even as Jesus in the Bible says that God gave us and he died for us while we were yet sinners. So if God can give us his best blessing while we are apart from him, then clearly he will greatly bless believers who don't tithe. And, amen. Favorite person, like Diddy. <laughs> amen. Amen. Yeah, no, no. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that wholeheartedly. I, like I said, I, um, I am, I am, uh, I am impressed um, by Creflo's turnaround. Um, I, I really, I, I really, I really feel like me personally, I was affected by the shame, guilt consequence. I, I believe I, I, you know, I'm still fleshing it out. Shouts out to I Inez. Did. <laughs> she must have just got through working and jumped in. But I feel like I was one who was really affected by that. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I had been freed of that probably for the last few years or whatever. But I hate the fact that I do feel like it affected me for a long time. So I really identified with that. So shout out to Creflo. He didn't have to correct himself. Um, and when you do correct yourself like that, I think as even uh, Parr said, it, it, it can question your whole uh, reputation. So it was really humble of him to correct himself like that. Um, but yeah, and so ultimately, yeah, what Kyle just said is kind of what everybody is saying is believers should give offerings, but they don't necessarily have to give tithe, um, or whatever the case may be. Uh, Creflo hasn't changed my giving procedure. I'm still going to give like I've been given, you know what I mean? Um, and I might even theoretically maybe even give more uh, through the, the, you know, the, the asking, you know, the spirit what to give a little bit more and being more uh, purposeful about that. But, um, but yeah, I, th- I think it was, it was really, like I said, I, I really believe cats won't be able to hardcore come at cats from a curse with a curse, guilt, shame uh. situation that much. I, I don't believe, I mean, of course, Somebody will try it, I'm sure. I just don't feel like it'll be have the stronghold that it had in the past. Um, do, 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 do. If the preacher says God is going to bless you and he does, doesn't, that just means that word wasn't for you on that particular day. It doesn't mean it was necessary uh, heresy or heresy. It's inter- yeah, so, so you can look at it there too. Um, well, Kyle, he refused to apologize about it at the beginning of that sermon. But if you listen towards the end of the sermon, he literally says the word, God, forgive me. God, forgive me for what? He literally says it. So he, he did apologize in a sense. He, when he said he refused to apologize, it was more so from the sense of, 
had things not gone the way they wouldn't would, he would have never gotten probably even to this revelation here. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely see you, uh, Inez, on the replay there. Um, y'all know y'all done done it. I done went to the chat. Y'all done got real quiet, which I know what that means. But I think this was an important topic to flesh out. Uh, did anybody have anything else before we get out of here? I think Corey needs to go see a doctor about his nose. <laughs> allergies, bro. It's allergies. You got to stop with that dairy. I love dairy. I know. I can tell by you and your nose sound. It's the greatest ever creation. Anywho, I don't have anything, any further comments on tithing um, or any of that stuff. Y'all are so funny. <laughs> I just, this is how they chat. This is how they do me, though. When they're ready to go, everybody gets to quiet. It's normally led by Goss, but everybody just gets real quiet. when they're Yes, Inez, you there. need to doctor on Goss. Every night, every time we're on thing, at the same time, every day, if you've paid attention to any of the other Tastemaker podcast episodes, it's right around this time where Corey's whole inside of his nose swells up and he's over here rubbing. He sounds like a squeak toy. It happens the same time every episode. No, and it if you're, go look at other episodes, wow. Corey. Go look at other episodes. I, I ain't just get true. here. I've been it's watching it. And that's and cause cause that's how I know you tired, because then you get aggy and you're like, yo, we done. We done. We done. We done. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> go look at other episodes. I don't gotta argue with you, man. I know chat, chat. Y'all got y'all true. got anything I'll else in the that. chat before we get out of here? That's not intentionally <laughs> true. <laughs> That it's not intentionally true. Like I don't do that intentionally because I'm ready to go. Like my <laughs> nose doesn't know what time is to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, sure, <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Of course, we appreciate you guys hanging with us here at the Tastemakers Pod. Make sure to like and subscribe. Tell a neighbor, tell a friend exactly what it is we do. And of course, if you're running in late here, like Inez, who's been up working at the hospital all night, definitely make sure to catch up on the replay. With that being said. That's your girl, Kira. That's Light Skin Corey. They call her Brina. They call me, quote, until next time. My bad, Kira. I'm calling you Kira because I want to call you Kira, but Kira. Um, same name to you? You don't really care? As long as if you write me a check, you spell it right on a check. I don't care what you call me. Just spell it right That's on a check. <laughs> Yo, we are the tastemakers, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Appreciate y'all hanging with us. Gang! Tastemakers. Classic. We do more to make a living, we make a life. Yeah. When everything is dark, we are the light. Yeah. We are the tastemakers. Aye, aye. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. We do more to make a living, we make a life. Yeah. When everything is dark, we are the light. Yeah. We are the tastemakers. Aye, aye. Let tomorrow tell the stories that we make tonight. For the movers and shakers. For the new tastemakers. Somaliers came out to play Classics in the current day For the movers and shakers For the new tastemakers Tastemakers